0: to do the right film my name is sean my name is steve my name is thomas
1: and i am harvey
0: gladden all right guys this is the last episode of 2017 we all uh, we, we have did a review it. yeah we have a review and we also got um the top 10 best films of 2017 as well we're gonna be going around the table dishing out our uh, top 10 be interested in see what you guys have to say and we're also going to be reviewing phantom thread i know we skipped last week but um thanks for joining guys yeah we're back. Yeah
2: i was i was gonna make this whole thing about like how was it last week i was reviewing jumanji i didn't get to hear the episode didn't you say you were gonna go see it
3: i kind of wanted uh, to in a weird way we chose downsizing and then um we skipped that we we didn't do it it
0: was a christmas break everybody i think three or two of you were gone um me and Sean were still here but Sean had family right i could
3: have recorded oh, nah, i don't care <laughs> no, <it was> cool. <laughs> no, it, you know we haven't missed a week since we started we needed a break though somehow
0: yeah it was <laughs> cool but um yeah this one should be interesting um i guess we're, this is going to be released in officially in 2018 yeah right yeah. because it is today is actually new year's eve and um i don't think anybody's gonna be editing this tonight
2: no yeah we d- we, this is actually really early too this is the first time we recorded this early really this is the first time yeah it's like 12 o'clock Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <Sunday>. early <laughs> this is early for us yeah.
1: early by podcast standard too yeah, yeah. yeah. and cool. also
2: we didn't have any like you know usual banter that we have before the episode we were all like sitting in silence you're eating breakfast yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit hungry <laughs> we're like all just like really quiet How i still it? have
0: a pound and migraine going on kind of
2: Oh yeah, I heard you went to a really cool show last night.
0: Yeah, I went to this uh, concert in Madison Square Garden. Um, a band called Fish. Look them up. Um, they're not. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard you're a big Fishhead. No, not at all. I got tickets uh, <laughs> for free. They are. They are. This to is how bad. <laughs> I'm like. This is how much I'm not a fan. <laughs> we got VIP uh, suite tickets where like we had our own booth, like food and drinks and everything. And I even considered not going. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you consider leaving early? Yeah. Too? yeah. <laughs> like, Emily's like, Do you want to go? And I was like, Yeah, we'll play by ear. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> we decided 30 minutes before the show started that we were going to go. <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. You shouldn't have it's,
3: went because now you're hungover on New Year's Eve. That's eh, true. You'll care. be fine. I'm get, uh, I
0: plan on making cocktails right after I leave this podcast. Jesus Jesus yeah, I've been making cocktails every night of the last this uh, is interesting. five nights. My girlfriend bought me all these mixtures. So I've been like, looking up recipes online. I've been making gin, cocktails, and um, scotch as well.
2: I can see you becoming a bartender.
0: That's what Emily said. And I, went on, I hit um, <laughs> Groupon, and I saw a lot of uh, coupons for uh, bartending um, classes. But I'm not going to be doing that. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you look Why up? Like <laughs> you just so you, shot yourself. That was like so. some weird misdirection.
0: <laughs> Because my girlfriend also made a good point that I can actually get bartending lessons on YouTube, which you can. Yeah, of course. All those fucking weekend classes are lame. You can learn everything on YouTube. Yeah, but yeah. I think
1: those classes like certify you because you have give to be a, like.
0: Uh, yeah, they give you like a license to serve drinks. I they could give Photoshop you, they give, that for you. They yeah. give you a piece of paper saying you can sling drinks, which but you yeah, can do yeah, 2018 anyway. bartender, we'll see. Coyote ugly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, how was you? How was your um, Florida vacation, Steve? It was okay. You went was, to Tampa, right?
2: It was nice. I like the weather. Yeah,
0: uh, it was kind of nice. It's nice. Yeah.
2: Was it hot? Uh, no, it was. That was the, that was the beautiful part. It wasn't too hot. I wasn't like sweating. Just walking or stepping outside. Did you hit the beach? No, I went to the pool. Oh,
0: nice. Lame. nice, nice.
3: Well, shit, man. I, I didn't have time to go to the beach, so I just hit the pool. time. They have great beaches on the West Coast. Do they really? Yeah, San An- or Anna Maria Island. Ooh, place is fucking They're
2: beautiful. Pretty nice. The fuck? I don't know. Uh, th- I know nothing of Tampa.
3: Okay. Uh, Tampa, uh,
2: Harvey, you're from Tampa, right?
1: Uh, I lived in Tampa, yeah, for like seven years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, from there. Yeah, basically. Tampa bred. Yeah, I feel like I'm more from Tampa than I am from Port St. Lucie.
2: Yeah. And you gave me like suggestions. Like, I got like a random Watch text.
1: Your mouth. I mean, I'm just saying.
2: He gave me like you, you, like, you send me this thing. You're like, Uber to this location. And for some reason, I was thinking, I'm like, he's, he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Surprise. All right, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, but then I looked it up. And it looked pretty cool, but then I realized I'm like, I'm with my family. I don't know if I want to go bar hopping with my family. Really Come on, little guys.
0: We're going to hit the night. Well, I, mean, hit the
2: town
1: up. I don't know. The place I sent you is actually a uh, restaurant as well, so you guys could have eaten there instead of Hamburger Mary's. Are you talking about the Bricks? Yeah, the Bricks. Wow. The Bricks is really good food.
2: Uh, and then I also came to the realization that I, when I was in Tampa, like I've been there before and I've been to those locations and I, d- I didn't remember because I was so young. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you remember this, Sean, but we went there a long time ago.
0: Yeah, we went there.
2: And I realized that when I was there because I'm looking I'm like this it's all looks coming real- back. Yeah, like it all hit me at once. I'm like, <laughs> and it's funny here.
0: When we, uh, the time you are talking about, we weren't even 21 yet. No, yeah,
2: we looked at other we were watching other people drink. Mm-hmm.
0: So, nice. What up? What about you, Shamo? Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know. Christmas came and went pretty. Got quickly. any cool gifts? Um, the headphones I'm wearing now.
0: Oh, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> For this podcast, was it a surprise or did you know? No, I didn't know. Oh.
1: Um, oh, I like those. I've got the M70X. It's yeah, these are nice.
3: these are great. They sound uh, perfectly balanced between bass and treble. I feel like some headphones I test out, people are like check these out. These wireless Sony headphones. I put them on, and it's just all low frequencies, just bass. bass. How much, yeah, how, how much those
0: it. bad boys uh, ran your girl?
3: I don't know, but I think they're. I think these are on sale for Black Friday for. Because I'm in 100. the market for
2: some. Uh, I would suggest audio. I mean, as you can what tell right now that we Do the have, right headphone. Yeah, well, we're all our audio equipment. is Audio Technica. Yeah, it's not, and a, it's, and uh, I'm just saying, I feel like Audio Technica is good quality.
3: I use for their the price shotgun mic. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Christmas came. My parents came to town. Uh, my mom wanted to go see a Broadway show, but they were all sold out. So I ended up going to the house of Yes in Brooklyn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've been there. It's uh it was wacky to go to something like that with your parents. It was uh this Christmas spectacular about Mariah Carey uh being whored out by this Santa and like canceling Christmas. I don't know. It was it was hilarious. It so. very Brooklyn. I, is that I a, had
0: is that a biopic?
3: And and then like this this freaking Idris Elba looking guy with a British accent came out. I did this, like, poetic speech about, like, the mass consumption of, it was fucking crazy. I, I, it was surreal. It was really good, so. Uh, yeah. Other than that, just working a lot. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Cool. Just working. Nice. We saw saw, well, I guess not a lot of movies, considering it's been two weeks.
0: Yeah. I actually didn't uh, fit that many in. Been no. busy.
3: No, I didn't either. Uh, All
0: right. Harvey, how was your break?
1: Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, went, went up to went north, right? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. north to uh, Rochester, which is mm-hmm. a, if you look at it on a map, it's basically Canada.
0: Yeah, I actually did some yeah. research the day you left because I was curious where you're going. Um, yeah, it's really close. You could go to Toronto, yeah. right? Like, yeah, like, it's like right hours, over yeah.
1: the over the lake. Yeah, uh, like mm-hmm. I don't know what like that is, Ontario or some did shit. Did you
0: leave? The home at all? Did you go anywhere? Uh, the home? <laughs> the home- <laughs> I, went, I went
1: around a little bit. Um, Rochester's a really weird place, though. And it took me a really long time to get there, so I was tired the entire time. And then when I left, it took me a really long time to get back. But uh, it was nice. I got to eat a bunch of uh, food, culturally relevant food. Mm-hmm. Did you
3: um, G- en- enjoy... I think my favorite thing about going out of New York City is getting a lot of food for no money.
0: Well, yeah. this was guys, uh, like family a, food, right? So yeah. Oh, right. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I meant purchasing. Too. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, I didn't
1: buy any food. I just, any cool
0: uh, Christmas gifts? Uh. <laughs> I just had a random memory. Random memory of what? You told me you got a bracelet <laughs> as I said that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> like a like yeah, the gold a, bracelet? Uh. I got some cool gifts. Some shingles? Um, yeah, it was a good Christmas.
0: Cool. What about you? Uh, yeah, um, I danced a lot. Um, I heard. Yeah, I danced in my apartment. It was the first time I ever did that. I uh, got really drunk, um, put on some music on Spotify, and then I went ham. Um, my girlfriend bought me a guitar. Um, she knew- I'm playing that shit tonight. Yeah, you can play it. You can play us a tune. I'm trying Hell to learn. Yeah. I've learned like four chords. Apparently, everybody knew that I was getting a guitar. Oh, she yeah. told all my friends. I do. She confessed that she told you, Steve.
2: Oh yeah, because I'm like, what, what is he getting? Yeah. And then she was just like, a guitar.
0: I had like for some reason I saw the box and all I can think of was like another piano. I like a think. better piano, yeah, a better piano with
2: like more synth sounds, mm-hmm. more buttons.
0: But yeah, it was cool. So I'm learning that. I'm trying to take it on the road eventually. Like um, Busking? Yeah, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna play like three chords at like Fulton Street or something like that. <laughs> But yeah, Christmas was great. Uh, I don't think I've stopped <laughs> drinking since. I've been drinking like every night. You know, my parents are in town. It was weird. Usually, I drink a
3: lot when my my friends come to town. I did not expect to be drinking every night when my parents came to town. Oh yeah, it felt kind of weird.
2: Yeah, it was kind of weird too when I went to see my my uh, my my mom. She was like drinking, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, get a drink, get a drink." And I was like, "Fuck, this is so weird." Drink a lot. Don't you drank with your mom? Yeah, she goes yeah. ham. She was just like, she's like, "Yeah, man." She's like, she was she was wanting to drink more than I was. It's like
0: fuck! Mm. Nice. I went. I went over to my mom's on Christmas and like the first thing she did was bring me and Emily a giant glass of like um, vodka. Jesus. Yeah. I, I was, <laughs> Just I, straight. I was, I was hungover, and Emily's first time I saw this. Emily looked over at me. She shook her head like, "No, I don't want this." <laughs> oh my but, god! Yeah, we got pretty drunk that night too. But yeah, Christmas was cool. Um, I think we're all gonna do something tonight. Either chill in my place or do something else. We'll see. Right.
2: Yeah. Cool. that was the plan, right?
0: yeah, we'll see um that's the plan, uh, but I'm down to do anything else that comes along uh apparently, I read something in the news that said, um, the snow that's on the ground now is gonna stay for one month straight, like it's not gonna go away I mean it's gonna considering be considering it's cold, yeah yeah, the temperature is gonna be consistent enough to where like it's gonna get icy and icy and like it's yeah. just gonna
3: stay it was uh when I left the house to come here, it was sixteen degrees and it was like so cold that the snow will never turn to water like i was brushing it off the windshield and shit mm-hmm. and like you know when i normally do that it like leaves watery residue all over my my arm and like all over the windshield but like it's completely dry <laughs> like dry snow it's so cold i really don't cold.
2: like this cuz i'm ready for it to be
4: over
0: the snow I don't mind it. Yeah. we we only have about what three more months. Not even.
3: I mean by the yeah. time March hits it'll be mild enough. I don't
1: know. It gets, it's still pretty cold in March.
0: Yeah. It was
3: it we had a blizzard in March last time and it was still like thirty five, forty, which I, I don't can know, handle. man. The
0: last few days were like what, ten, twelve, fifteen degrees. In yeah, like I really
2: don't want to go out and like be in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for that summer that summer heat. Yeah, nice.
0: yo, nah,
3: what? I'm ready for the, the I'm spring. Ready for, I'm ready for summer. Alright, cool. You guys want to talk some movies? Yeah, let's do it. No, not really. Who has
0: movies to talk about? yeah we're um, we gotta burn through these I right? did we got watch, a lot of stuff. I, I watched Beast of No um I think you gave it to me right
3: yeah, I signed it two weeks ago
0: uh, yeah this is uh it's a heavy movie. <laughs> I actually went into this movie not knowing a damn thing about it. I knew the whole concept of like what was going on when it was released. I knew what the movie was sort of about, but did not know what the movie was actually about um <laughs> it's brutal yeah it's uh it's a it's a tough watch um but it is satisfying. So, if you don't know what Beast of Mill Nation is, I think most people know it is a Netflix release. Um, so, it was not nominated for an Oscar, right? Because it, w- it didn't have a theatrical release. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, something like that. that. I think that's how I knew about the movie. Because it had that huge controversy, the boycott that year. Because they didn't get any nomination. But, uh, yeah, if you don't know about Beast of either Nation, it, uh, it's directed by Carrie Fukunaga, who's also uh, known for directing, like, I think he's, he directed the first season of True Detectives. And he also did Sonombri, which I had seen as well, which is pretty good. Um, Beast of No Nation stars Abraham Atta and Idris Elba. And the story really bounces around between the two. There really is no B story. And the story centers around uh, Abraham Atta's character, who is, I believe he's like a nine-year-old boy. And he kind of lives this very intriguing life. Kind of like, I guess, you can identify what his life in where where is it in Africa do you know
3: it's um it's technically an unnamed country yeah. I don't
0: know. yeah, so basically what happens uh, there's a revolution um in his uh town and there's there's forces fighting there's the rebels and then you have the the army fighting each other, and he's caught up in the middle, something happens to his family where he's abandoned and he has to fend for himself for a while. And he goes from living as a normal child where I think all of us kinda identify with in some way or another to running for his life and then being a child soldier in Africa. And he gets taken under by the commandante who's played by H.S. Alba. And he has to basically be a soldier and he has to fend for his life. And he, this is his family now. And that's the story of the movie. There is no B story where there's other supporting characters that revolves around these guys or not. The story just focuses with them fighting, like, within the jungles of Africa and fighting forces, and we don't really get a glimpse of who they're fighting. The story is just about his reflection of what his life has become, and it's a powerful story, and it's brutal. Like, there are certain elements of this movie that might not work for some people because it gets heavy. Like, it just beats you and beats you as as the story progresses, and I'm not going to say what they are, but... There are some brutal scenes in this movie that kind of surprised me, and the movie overall was satisfying. I liked it a lot. Uh, Fukunaga, he does this thing in his movies where he makes this world like kind of dreamlike. It's it's a dystopian dreamlike world. The way he shoots and the way he he actually shot the movie. Did you guys? Yeah, know that? he
3: wrote, directed, and shot it. Yeah, which is insane. He he,
0: he, he was actually as behind the camera. Photographer. Yeah, he was behind the camera the whole time, which is crazy, and yeah. he was directing. Um, but yeah, I actually really enjoyed this movie. It's it's a story that's probably hard to rewatch, but I think it's going to resonate with me for a long time. Um, I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Nice. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I mean, is it
3: me or do I just assign the best movies? Oh, American I Honey. Uh,
1: <laughs> Fucking to <laughs> Who did you assign American Honey? Oh, Harvey. Harvey. yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot. It was the best moment of my life. I mean, it must yeah. be nice to win, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, I would say, though, if I, think, I just realized, right. I think that uh, if Idris Elba was nominated for an Oscar, he probably should have gotten it because his oh, role great, yeah. as a African, like, Commandante, kind of like this madness yeah. character was actually really, like, it was good. F- flawless. His, yeah, it was flawless. And his accent was amazing. Actually, it didn't take me out of it or anything because, you know, he is British. It was really good. Um that's it for me. Um I have some other stuff but we'll we'll come right back around.
3: Oh, come back around?
0: Yeah, I'll come back around. Steve.
3: Oh, uh, so what'd you rewatch?
2: No, it's the funny thing is, yeah, since I was with family, we were watching some stuff like <laughs> blockbusters that they missed out on that I was recommending. So, but I'm not going to talk about those, but I did watch one that I happened to miss out on when you when you guys did the review and it's Atomic Blonde. I watched it on the plane. Dude,
0: I love plain reviews. <laughs>
2: Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: See, I didn't like it either. Dude, this plot, it, it's so overly complicated.
2: Like, I was watching this. It's just like, it's... It, it, all right. So, tonally, it, it just doesn't work. It's it, its telling you, visually, it's telling you it's this type of movie with with not only cin- like the cinematography and the score and just production and everything, it's telling you that this is going to be a fun action romp, very much like John Wick. But then, tonally and story-wise, it's feeding you this very heavy and complicated, very drab story, and it just doesn't blend well and doesn't mesh. And I feel like this movie goes on for way too long. Uh, When the action sequences did come up, I was kind of bored. I was like genuinely bored. I'm like, this is not inspiring at all. You know, Steve... Uh, I would mean me you connect, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just when I agree with you on certain things. Uh, no, it's just this movie. It just, it, I think the biggest problem is that there's a lot of stuff that works in terms of just style. I think this movie drips with style, but it just it's style over substance. Like, it's like if it just knew what it was which John Wick does. John Wick definitely knows what it is and it works for that, for that story. But this, it, it just, for me, I, it, I didn't like it. And, uh, I thought Charlotte theron was good. Uh, Sophia, what is her name? Batella. Batella. It's my girl. Yeah. She's gorgeous and she's great, but not in this movie. Uh, I thought she was kind of, like, useless. Oh. Like she was I like thought super- you meant she
3: wasn't gorgeous in this No, movie. no. She she's,
2: definitely was. Yeah, she definitely was gorgeous. But I'm just saying, like, right. she was. her character was so unimportant to the whole grand scheme of things. Like, she was there for a plot. For plot alone. Like, it's just like, oh, it's going to move the story in this direction. Uh, James McAvoy, I'm a, I'm a sucker for him, so I, I enjoy his performance. There's, like, little elements that I do like, especially the costume design. I think there's really, just really well done. And the overall look of the film was well done. But, again... Action sequences were boring and this is an action movie, so it shouldn't be boring. And uh story was a little it's way too complicated for what it's telling you or like visually telling you what it is trying to be. Uh
3: two out of five. Whoa. I think I gave it two or two and a half.
2: Yeah, it's just like this is how like unaffected I was. I think there was like ten minutes left of the movie and the plane was landing. And I was like, all right, good riddance. I was like, I was happy that it was, like, I'm like, okay, I don't have to finish this because I wasn't excited to reach the end. Uh, uh Maybe it was just because I was on a plane.
3: Could be. Nah. I feel like planes change your, I don't know. I saw it in a cinematic environment and uh, I felt the same.
2: Okay, then, Shit. Well, how do you, you
3: guys feel about it? I don't remember that review. I, feel like I think they, they liked it a lot more than me. Yeah, I think i give it a three. Yeah, I, I thought like it was a fun movie. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> fun is not a word. I would used to describe that movie. I was kind of yeah, I was bored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought the action was good.
3: I mean, that wasn't a lot of it. But anyways, let's not talk
2: about this movie. I'm getting I'm no no
3: arguments nervous. over Atomic fucking Blonde. At <laughs> <laughs> <The> least. <laughs>
2: All right. So that that's the only movie I want to talk about. Really? Okay. Cool. Well, yes, yeah, because the rest was just stuff we already talked about. Okay. It's already. It like I'll, big go, uh, I'll go.
3: next. I have two brand new, well, sort of new movies this year. I'll try to get through them quick.
2: Oh, I can. I can jump into one of them. All right, because I have to. I have okay. to say. I have to at least say one thing about it.
3: First, let's uh, let's talk about Bright. Yep. Which is um, basically. A Netflix movie, right? Netflix, like, big. It's its first uh, first big blockbuster. Yeah, it's like a blockbuster, if you can call it that. We'll get to <laughs> it. Shit. <laughs> um, so, directed by David Iyer, written by Max Landis, starring Will Smith, Joel Edgerton, Numi. How do you pronounce her last name? I don't R- fucking R- know. Whatever. Edgar Ramirez.
2: Edgar Ramirez.
3: And, uh, right. So, the reason I wanted to watch this is because... Man, this sounds douchey of me. I'm just going to. No. It. I'm but- on this podcast to tell the truth. I don't want to mask my douchiness. But there's a lot. Of, I'm talking to at least 15 people on my Facebook saying, I don't. Or they're like, Bright was an amazing movie. Bright was incredible. You guys should watch this ASAP. And then after I saw, there's about 15 new people who said that same thing. Uh so the synopsis is set in a world where mythical creatures live side by side with humans. A human cob is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone is prepared to kill for. Uh so it's been regarded by critics as like awful, and a lot of people are saying critics are wrong on this. This this movie's great. They're they're just being, you know. And look i know, I know you wanna hate the critics I know, I'm with you, I wanna hate them too, you know, because you know sometimes they're You're, you technically are one <clears throat> no, I mean like like paid like you know, ones paid oh. <laughs> critics <laughs> like ones that are a part of that uh, association no the, the, the their own guild, yeah yeah um and uh so yeah, all those people were saying it was amazing, and I was just like, all right let's let's watch this movie, all right, so it's not horse shit. It's it's bottom, it's like the top Is of horseshit. Is it VOD trash? It's just like, uh, I, I fall in the, like some people are saying it's like the worst movie of 2017. And then there's all those people, all my friends are saying it's the best. Uh, well, it's a great movie. Uh, I fall in between there. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but the world that they build is the laziest fucking. It's like you're playing a like a really indie shitty video game. Like this is their way of making L.A. like a future dystopian like cyber. Looks like little universe, punk, like yeah. But yeah. it's not though. It's just modern day L.A. There's nothing that like there's like driving Cadillac Escalades. Like
2: this is my this is my all right. So I watched the first 25 minutes. I, I when I originally saw the trailer, I'm like. This looks bad. It like just didn't look interesting to me. And then I looked who was directing it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's David Ayer. This is not going to be good because his last foray into like these weird fantasy kind of like movies wasn't really good." Suicide Squad, you know? It's better than Suicide Squad. And I started watching it, and like it's competent in the way it, it is like shot. Like it's just it's 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 when I was like, "It's like okay, I can watch this." It's but then. The writing just started, you could see it. And it's just, and I feel like it's trying to touch on like more political things that are happening now, but it's so tone deaf and it's coming from someone who doesn't understand.
3: I would say if you want something like this where they compare racism and bigotry to like mythical creatures or something, watch District 9.
2: Yeah, District 9. Yeah, exactly. It just,
3: (laughs) it's just so weird how it's like. So the the thing is, they're building this world, right? But they're so lazy. And I'm not talking the writing. I'm talking the art direction. Like, there's a... So their version of... So it just looks like regular L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And then if you want a sweeping, like, landscape shot of L.A. in the distance, they just CGI a few, the like, towers. interesting towers. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> and then in one scene, there's a... I, there's, I almost fucking threw my remote at the screen they show the skyline and there's like a little cgi dragon dragon flying over the city <laughs> a dragon <laughs> like you guys don't mention that any time in the world like it's just cadillac escalades and orcs and hoodies and guns but there's Dude, dragons that's, yeah that's so and fucking like the, weird the biggest plot hole ever is like they're talking about this thing that happened 2000 years ago between like orcs and elves and humans and shit and uh that magic exists and shit but like somehow none of that changed the course of, of history. history yeah, yeah like, like ma- somehow everything's the same it is now except the the you know well it's weird though because like it's not like the orcs became like the poor minorities of America because mm-hmm. they still showed poor minorities
4: mm-hmm.
3: like Will Smith's neighbors are all like He's, like, talking about them all being gangbangers. He's, like, trying to sell his house if he could, they could cut it out. Yeah. Um. So, there's, I don't know. It's just a fucking, I don't know. I like some. I like Joel Edgerton, to be honest with you. I actually enjoyed him as the York. If I, because I, if I he's had to the say only something one, good. It's because I, when I, right, so it's hard
2: for me to give a full review or, like, my thoughts. But from when I watch... He seems like the most, the only person I could really root for because everyone else, especially Will Smith, was like a dick for no reason. So, in the beginning of the movie, the first five minutes, it's not a spoiler. Will Smith gets shot. It's like literally happened in the first five minutes. Yeah. And he blames his partner. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, why are you blaming? He literally had nothing to do with it. It has no yeah. correlation, but yet is he, like, just treats him like a totally like unrealistic motivation. Yeah, so. completely unrealistic. And I'm like, why are you being a, like, you're being a dick and it doesn't make sense and it, it irritated me to a point where I'm like and it's I'll, like I, I wish i just want you to die i want his
3: character just to get shot jesus, again jesus jesus <laughs> um all the uh, supporting characters are there for like cartoonish reasons to only move the, like really like, it doesn't get better <laughs> like uh for in, like the orc guy right played by uh, I can't remember his name it's like nick or some shit uh the orc who uh, is played by Joel Edgerton? He's in the police force, right? Oh, Jacoby. Jacoby. Yeah, he's the only one in the. Uh, he's the only orc in the police force, so he's treated like shit. Everybody treats him like shit. Yet there's some like political like stance behind him being allowed in there. Why is he the only one? Yeah. Like, why don't they let other orcs in? It's, like, it's just him, and, like, the whole nation's got their eye on him and everything. It doesn't make any sense. And they they treat him like shit, you know, just,
2: like... Isn't there one part of the movie, like, I remember where they show's, like, this really wealthy orc that's driving a nice car, and he's in a suit, and I'm just wondering, like, well, if they're such low class, why is this one... Like, I don't understand how this this hierarchy works.
3: Basically, what I think happened here... I don't know what happened, to be honest, but... (laughs) This needs to be like a TV show. Like, build this world. It could still be terribly acted. You know, people will still watch it. You know, but like, make more money off of it. Like, build <laughs> build the world. This is like Lord of the Rings meets fucking Training Day. People are saying, right? And um, it that sounds awesome, right? It's not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's Honestly, not. you said that. And that sounds Thank like the you. worst thing in the world. Made. End of watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. It, it's not anything like End of Watch besides the fact that there's two cops driving around in a car, which, how many movies do that, you know? Yeah. How many buddy, it's a buddy cop kind of thing. Um, I would say the best parts of the movie are in the beginning, and then when the actual story comes, that's when I start not caring. There's like this magic weapon, I don't know if I should even say it or if Who it's cares? a spoiler.
1: It's not a spoiler, the magic wand.
3: Okay, yeah, magic wand. In the trailer. Yeah, it's in the trailer, okay. Uh, there's a magic wand and like elves and shit and like at that point I'm like all right, I would rather it be like a gritty like crime drama about like, but with, with like orcs and elves and shit, mm-hmm. but they had to add in that like magical like fucking fantasy. Once, bullshit yeah, once
2: you that, add magic to the world and tell it it's real, like everything changes. Like the rules of the world. Like change. it was
3: actually like getting kind of interesting a little bit, I'll admit, and then like. There's, like, elves who could do, like, kung fu and shit. And I'm just, like... <laughs> it's just... It becomes real bad. Oh, man. It's kind of... This movie has, like, some peaks and valleys. Like, some things I enjoyed, but... I wouldn't say it's, like, the worst thing I've seen all year. I guess that's all I'll say for it. Um, I don't know. Two and a half, I guess. Damn. He loved it. <sighs> so, here's the thing. I don't. I don't want to sit here and bash this movie... Because it made a lot of people happy, that I know, apparently. So, like, who am I to fucking bash it?
0: This movie did terrible. Like, I think it got like a twenty percent. Yeah, score but but that's tomatoes. like,
3: it, if you go on like IMDb, everybody's like, critics are wrong about this one. Nine out of ten, like shit, like that. And it's just, um...
0: that's the voice of the people. Yeah, <laughs> nine out of ten. I don't want to
3: <laughs> sit here and bash it and tell you that you're wrong because you enjoyed this movie. I just think it's subjective and I think if more of my friends watched good movies, like it's like, it's like your taste in your mouth. Like you have
2: to. Yeah. If you're eating shit all the time. Yeah, and once you palate, have like, once you have something that's like, oh, this is a little bit complex and different.
3: Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. That like, sounds even more douchey. Shit. Yeah, it does. Sound um, fucking really but does. this is why I encourage all those people to listen to the podcast, you know, because like. You could do the right film. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, let's move on for after that after what you just did. I mean, are we going? You, you got anything else? I do have one more. No, I keep mean. going. Right. The
0: only reason I want to come back around to me because I did like the game review. And, um, oh, okay.
3: So. Sure. All right. Let's, uh. You some of this stuff? I have one more. Go for oh, it. Wait, I watched The Room, by the way.
0: Oh, you did? You never seen it? Full, oh, yeah, all the way
3: easy. through, I watched it. You like it? Wait. Tommy Wiseau Room? yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Not Room. I've seen Room already. The room. Uh, I thought you had seen it already. No, I only seen like scenes that everybody talks about. Um, I'm reading the book now, so I was like really, really interested in watching it.
1: You
0: mean listening to the book? Yeah, listening
3: <laughs> to the book. Dude, I'm telling you, it's better than audiobook. His Tommy Wiseau impression is fucking great. I kind of want to get it now. Dude, listen to it. I love it. Every time Tommy speaks, it's in his accent. My God, it's big Hollywood movie. It's so good. Uh, But I won't talk about the room. Um, I'm going to talk about a movie that came out around this month, I think. Getting lots of Oscar buzz. Uh, It's called Call Me By Your Name. And uh, this is a token end-of-the-year gay movie, right?
4: (laughs) What? (laughs)
3: What you just said? Just just kidding, because Moonlight came out. At the end of the year?
0: The year before that was, Blue uh, no, that was like two years before that.
3: Um, so, I spent the eve of the birth of Jesus Christ watching a sinful movie about homosexuality.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, so, call me by your name. If you haven't heard of it, it's a... Uh,
0: don't give too much away, because I'm going to go see this relax, this Relax, this is
3: a movie podcast.
0: What? I don't want to hear it's, plot points. Like, it's no like, plot.
3: Anyways. Okay. Oh, that's a spoiler. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's not that kind of movie. All right, so it's directed by uh, Luca Guadagnino. <laughs> what? That's like way too. Shouldn't many... even try. It. <laughs> yeah, There's you too many able... vowels, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Guadan? Oh, Guadagnino. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with Guadagnino. Uh, written by uh, James Ivory, uh, Luca uncredited, and uh, Andre Asiman. Whatever. Who are these people? Uh, starring Army Hammer, Timothy Chalamet, and, and Michael Stolberg. And uh, the synopsis is in northern Italy in 1983, 17 year old Elio begins a relationship with visiting Oliver, his father's research assistant, whom he uh, bonds over his emerging sexuality, their Jewish heritage, and the beguiling Italian landscape. Sounds uh-huh. Right. So. A lot of, a lot of uh, talk about this movie. It has, like, a really slow build-up, right? It's, uh, you're kind of, like, in this environment in, in northern Italy and, like, this mansion. At first, I'm like, you know what? Fuck these rich white people. I was, like, so I was ready to hate the movie because, <laughs> like, I just knew, like, it was just so gross, right? These, these fucking lounge They're lounging around their fucking mansion in Italy all summer while the rest of us work fucking 40 hours a week and shitty jobs. And I was just like, you know what? Eventually, I really, really, really got obsessed with that world. I was like, oh, my God. I want to eat ap- <laughs> apricots all day. You want to live like a a
2: lavish white people?
3: Yeah, I want. I want to fucking just like lounge around and go swimming.
0: And (laughs) you barely even say apricot.
1: (laughs) I know, man. You want to be a real white person?
3: Apricot.
0: I'll take two (laughs) apricot.
3: I think apricot is better. In fact, we should do it for apple too. Apple. Oh my god! I think they say apricot in the movie. No, they say, say apricot. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, fuck. This movie's really good. Did he cry? Yeah. Well, just almost like watery. Some water, not like full on like tears like when I watch Lion. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, God, I I really do recommend this movie. It's uh It sounds douchey. It's like you know this fucking rich 17-year-old Italian privileged white kid and his problems with his sexuality blah 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 like we we got moonlight last year which i still think is a better movie moonlight is like one of the best movies i've ever seen but the uh and the difference there is like that's a tragedy in a way like that's a that movie's about having to deal with that sexuality when you're black and you're living in poor community and, like, around people who just don't accept you, you know? And uh, that should cut me deep. I don't know about you guys. I don't think Steve has seen Moonlight yet. No. God damn, Steve, you got to see Moonlight. Uh, This movie is not that kind of movie, so I won't compare it to Moonlight. It's more of a universal love story, I think. It does a good job in being a universal love story. Uh, There's some stuff that I did not expect I uh, won't talk about any of that. Uh, Sean has asked me not to. And, Thank um, you. Yeah, I mean the performances are incredible. Like Michael Stolberg plays this like researcher dad who's like really accepting and like kind of like he treads lightly on his his son's affairs and stuff and it's it's very interesting how like I definitely can see that that family existing in real
0: life and everything.
3: Which I think this may be based on like the director. No, anybody know that story?
0: No, I don't know much about it.
3: Okay, well, you guys should go see this movie. I think. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I'm gonna go see it uh, Tuesday.
3: It's strange that like it's the character is like 17 and the <laughs> his interest Army Hammer is not 17, especially with the climate in Hollywood right now. But I mean, I guess it's consensual, so it doesn't matter, right?
0: Yeah, sure. Plus it's Europe, right? It's Europe. Yeah, it's Europe,
3: yeah. Well I mean how old is Army Hammer in the movie? Like twenty seven? He's uh you know, I didn't know this. He's only thirty one. That's fucking crazy. He kinda looks older. Um yeah, he, does. he looks older in the movie. I mean if I had to put a eight like he looks thirty five in the movie. <laughs> <That's fucking
4: laughs> but I
3: think he's played for like twenty five or something. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. So it's not I guess that's not that bad. You it doesn't bother me. You you don't uh you don't really notice it. Yeah, this world that they build, like I keep thinking about it. Like it's, I keep like I want to smell the Italian summer air and shit. <laughs> like shit, I've. This never is like before. this
2: movie. Not only is it about a young man awakening to his own sexuality, but it's about Thomas awakening to so his the fire, bougie, the finer things in life, the the, 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 the the bougie like, yeah,
3: like life, white life. He wakes up and they go eat breakfast under the sun at this like table. <laughs> You and, didn't even know
2: you wanted this life until yeah. you watched this movie. And like they're eating
3: the <laughs> eggs like on the thing that you crack with the spoon and eat it out of the shell. Oh my! And God. then
0: you went to see Phantom <laughs> Thread, that which yeah, really seals this. the deal for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later.
3: Um, Sean, you should go see this movie.
0: I will. I will. I like uh, gay love movies. I yeah. watched one recently, which was kind of weird. It's about rape.
1: It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> All that whole sentence was weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. There, there's a particular scene
3: in this movie where, like, I think it's gonna go down in history as the that scene. You know. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I'd give this a four and a half out of five. I really, really nice. enjoyed this movie.
0: Cool.
3: Didn't want to though. Stubborn. <laughs> yeah. Goes like against
0: rich. everything you believe. Rich. White people gay.
3: I'm not against gay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God damn, you're making me sound like a fucking mess and no. I, I lo- yeah, I like Broke Back Mountain.
0: All right, you don't have to keep going down the list. Of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't justify, have to convince us. Justify <laughs> your no, of gay
3: it, it wasn't the gay that I didn't like about it, it was the, the douchey, rich whiteness that I didn't mm-hmm. like about it. Like, oh, I don't want to hear about your problems. Your dad doesn't even care that you're gay, you know? like, Like, look at Moonlight. Like, look what he had to deal with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I'll check it
0: out. All right. Harvey, you got some stuff?
1: Uh I don't have anything new. Um, really? No. What did you rewatch? <laughs> I rewatched a couple things. Uh Yeah. I haven't worked in like the last two weeks either, so I don't really have an excuse, but I was just uh, just doing other confessing? shit. Like, <laughs> I've been I've been yeah, trying to convince
2: a, these guys to go watch Blade Runner with me, but no one wants to go watch it's it still being played. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've well, I I mean, watched Blade Runner 3 times, so I don't think I, I don't
1: think I need to see it again. Come on man, one more time. At least and not in theaters. Um
0: I do want to buy it on Blu-ray.
1: Yeah, I do too. It is a movie worth buying for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh I rewatched basically all of The Wire somehow. <laughs> What are we? Uh, we can't talk about TV. We can talk. I can talk about it. Well, in that I
3: case, I watched Black Mirror.
1: Oh, how was it? First
3: episode of the new season's pretty good. It's Star Trek based.
1: You didn't watch the first season?
3: No, I've seen all those.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I thought you hadn't watched Black Mirror.
3: No, no, I've, I've seen, seen all the all first. Of them. Oh, some of the second. I saw the new one that just came out.
1: Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, I also rewatched The Ring for some reason. I hadn't watched it in probably like six or seven years or something like that it holds up for sure it's still a pretty good movie it's still a pretty scary movie too even though i know what's gonna happen i like uh,
0: it i like everything that happens in the like the the lodge yeah that stuff's great did i what
3: topic did i pick this movie for that's a good
0: question Best remake uh, American, Japanese japanese i don't remember hmm
3: strange no,
2: I know, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember that topic. I just yeah, don't know I, what it was. Mm-hmm. Me neither.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Uh,
0: did you Did you watch the sequels?
1: No, no. I didn't want to get that involved. <laughs> um, there was
0: the second one. There is the, uh, I think we talked about the short. And then yeah, the yeah, new one, Rings, yeah. which is god awful. <laughs> it's admit, one of the that's worst it. movies I've rings seen. Rings sounds
1: life. like a Pixar movie. Rings. I was wa- I was watching the trailer and yeah, I remember there was like a plane scene at one time. I'm like, wait, are they playing the m- the fucking movie like on the plane? <laughs> this <laughs> way, what? <laughs> I think like everyone on the plane was yeah, watching it, was it, it right? The,
0: the, <laughs> the, they put it onto the TV in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It was like a hack or some shit like that. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. This movie's bad. Oh, no. This uh, uh, bad. Uh,
1: for it's some just... reason, I also rewatched the uh, Apes <laughs> trilogy. Really? <laughs> like a whole trilogy. Nice. It That's was a. Nice. Uh, it holds up. I still like the second one the best, right? Yeah, the second one still is the best, in my opinion. That is a great I think I might movie. agree with you.
2: Yeah. I, think, I think that's a universal like, consensus. No, I like the first one the most. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. The second one just has so much, and uh, you're really attached to uh, Caesar as like a character at that point, too. So you really feel what he's going through for his family and for his uh, fellow ape people. His, his, fellow, his fellow apes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the betrayal. It's so good. That's great in a lot of ways You know what You might be right Yeah
3: I'm I thinking about him. the. I'm thinking about Him and Koba
1: Yeah Like that whole relationship yeah. and how that It's pretty solid descends. It's like Vegeta and Goku Yeah um, But uh. yeah I I think I've done enough talking I don't have anything else To talk about Cool I wish I had watched Some new stuff But it was I was gonna do it But it was really cold outside Especially with all the yeah. shit You have to catch up on You don't
0: on. wanna you don't, you don't wanna like Talk a little bit about Dead birds of what you saw Dead birds <laughs> Yeah what is that? It's the horror movie that you stepped into. Oh shit. No. On mm, movie. <laughs> uh, that movie's
1: really bad. <laughs> I think I watched pretty much all of it.
0: Yeah, you came in like ten minutes in. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was really bad. Um mm-hmm. I
0: didn't I've even never, know this
1: movie existed. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh Michael Shannon's in it. For yeah, some reason. I think it
0: came out like t- what, like two thousand something. Probably two thousand eight to- or something like no, that. No, no, earlier than that. Really? No, let me just look it up real quick. Now I'm curious. Is uh two
1: thousand four. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like these guys, they are they—they they were fighting for the comp- Confederate Army, right?
0: Yeah, and they—they uh—they abandon it to rob banks. Yeah, so. rob banks, and then they—they they hold up into like this abandoned this, house, this haunted house. Yeah, and and shit goes off. Yeah, it's a uh, one r- thing. Real I, fucking the bad. movie is horrible, but one thing I actually did thought was cool for two thousand four is that they had like practical effects, like stuff that would be done in, like the eighties, like with the heads exploding. Do you remember any of yeah, that yeah, stuff? Yeah, Like there's a lot of squibits as well.
1: Yeah. It's true,
0: yeah. But yeah, overall the movie is shitty. I didn't even want to talk about it.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a real bad movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure why you all are watching that.
0: Um, why did we watch that? Oh, because it was a new it was a new uh, Prime release. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, I actually watched more things here than I than I remember. Um, I'm not even really. I don't think I should even get into it. But uh, I watched um, The Mountain Between Us. You guys know what this is, right? Yeah. yeah. Idris album movie. Um, I gave that a two and a half out of five. God um, damn. Loved it. Uh, the love story didn't buy it. It had some great survival scenes. Who was the uh, other lead? It was Kate, Kate w- Winslet. Winslet? Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, you know what happens. Was they, there a sex scene? There was a sex scene. Nice. I didn't approve of it because she was cheating. Um that always hits me somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh you said it, I didn't approve it. Um it was cool though. Um the survival aspect of the film was interesting. There was a dog that was with them the whole time. That was uh kind of different to see like an animal on this journey, which was kind of cool. But overall it was kind of cheesy. Like there's an actual scene where they ran towards each other and embraced. And then the movie ends. Oh, I love cheese. <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, you, this might be up your alley then. Don't you like survival films? Yeah. Yeah, so check this movie out. Um, Dead Birds, I gave a two-star. Uh, I also watched Our Kind of Traitor. Do you guys know what this is? No. It is a Ewan McGregor movie. Uh, I believe it came out. When did it come out? Uh, 2016, actually, last year. It went under the radar. Uh, I remember it was picking up some buzz. It is a uh like a kind of like a spy thriller and it's about Ewan McGregor's character has to he gets involved with the Russian mob somehow and he becomes uh, entangled in this uh plot to help a Russian mob figure. Um and then the story goes uh pretty deep with him being very close with this guy and he has to protect him and the story just goes off like real off. Um, I don't know if you guys are gonna watch it, but I don't really want to say. I gave that a two a two star out of five. Did I mention I watched Beaches at dinner? Can you talk about that? Yeah, I watched that. Um, do you guys know what this is? What is it? Selma Hayek movie.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't know what this is.
0: Um, it came out a while ago, and it was picking up some uh good feedback. A lot of people love this movie. I think it got like like eighty or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I was uh disappointed. The story the the movie is actually written by Mike White who directed Brad Status. I think Mike White might have a cameo in the movie. I can't remember who he was though. So. But uh, Beatrice's Dinner is a movie with Selma Hayek and she plays a kind of like a healer masseuse um, who's very close with this really wealthy family. And something happens like her car breaks down and she has to stay at their house for dinner. And it's kind of like a office dinner, office party dinner. The husband of the wife uh, who owns the house is kind of like reluctant to the idea, but the wife is like, she's kind of like a family friend. So she stays and she she meets these characters that come over for dinner. And this is where the story falls off for me because the, the movie sets up to be kind of like a sophisticated conversational one room piece. But I think it was a missed opportunity because the characters were poorly written, very poorly written, kind of written like... I feel like the movie could have been a short. Like, all the characters were cartoon figures. Like, you have your bigot. You also have somebody who's, like, very um, co- career-driven and will do anything for that. And we have Beatrice who juxtaposed all these characters. And she's, kinda, she's trying to push her philosophy and her I- ideology towards these people. And they, they're just not having it. And the movie kind of goes off into, like, a character study. But it has a weird, weird unbalanced tone to the movie, which is kind of disappointing. And I feel like the movie didn't really know what it wanted to be, but in there somewhere, I think it could have been really great. Kind of reminds me of something like, um, I would say There Will Be Blood. Kind of like her character is very intense, but uh, nothing near like that movie. I gave that a two and a half out of five. Goddamn. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else here. Yeah, it's my last movie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about that bird too much, but yeah, it was shitty. Uh, <laughs> I
3: thought maybe it was like an Angry Birds spin No, nah,
0: this movie is bad. I'm looking at the cover now, and just to co- I'll show you guys the cover.
1: <laughs> that's the CGI in it was real bad too.
2: It looks like something you hire like some like fucking college kids.
0: Yeah, man, I need something for it my movie. Like,
1: a, like something like the scares that they try to do, like the jump yeah. scares. It's just uh, shitty animations that they put over the faces, and it looks horrible.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's my last movie. You guys want to jump into uh, Phantom Thread?
1: Let's do
2: it.
0: No, why not? Okay, let's let's do a short clip.
3: (sighs) You can sew almost anything into the canvas. (laughs) (laughs) Sound
0: like Trump. That did sound like Trump. What the fuck? Look, I
1: know dresses. (laughs) (laughs) That was a clip. Don't, yeah, don't. Don't put in the clip, that is the clip. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking do Daniel Day Lewis, but sounds like Trump. You can sew almost anything
4: into the canvas of a coat. When I was a boy,
2: I started to hide things in the linings of the garments. Things that only I knew were there.
4: <laughs> Secrets.
0: Good morning.
4: Will you have dinner with me?
0: Yes. Set in nineteen fifties London, Reynolds Woodcock is a renowned dressmaker whose life is disrupted by a young, strong willed woman, Alma, who becomes his muse and lover. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson stars Vicky Tripp is it Creep Creep, I don't know how to say it. Creeps? Could, is it, it could be like Crips or Creeps. I don't, I don't have it pulled up here so Daniel DeLuce and Leslie Manville. Um, I guess that's it. IMD has weird structured like how they list their cast. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Like they have like the <laughs> have cameos first. <laughs>
1: yeah, if they're like bigger than the yeah. actual actors. Yeah, There's no one bigger than Daniel day though. That's yeah. That's
0: the thing. Well, but yeah, that's pretty much all the main cast. Uh, Steve, you want to jump in first?
1: Yes. Wait, you read the synopsis already?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a short. I was like, one. What? <laughs> you didn't that hear was that? was quick.
2: All right, phantom thread. Um, so let me begin by saying this. Uh, I went to Regal Cinema. They're only playing this movie in two
0: places. How was your showing? It was good. Mine was yeah, well, too. Mine
2: I went was with Steve. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Uh, I saved him a seat. Yeah.
0: My show was all older was white packed. women, and they were pretty quiet. Uh, um, R- there was actually R-C- a lot of seats in the theater. So yeah, ours was
2: filling it. up pretty quickly. That's why I was like rushing over. Regal. there. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I went to Lincoln Schooler.
3: Damn, it's far.
1: It's not. It's like five Dude, five you, more if, minutes on the train. I've, I've seen a couple. If you here. if
3: you go from work, like me and him, both work in Midtown. It's like one stop away. I guess makes sense. I didn't sense. go from work. Cause no. I haven't worked in two weeks. Did anybody, did, <laughs> did did
0: anybody see this on Christmas? No, no. no. no.
3: Oh. Saw so "Call Me by Your Name" on Christmas Eve. I was on a plane on Christmas.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You came back that night, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, Phantom Thread. Uh, So, I actually absolutely adored this movie. Adored. Adored. It was a twisted love story. Uh, So, let me begin with the things. You know what? I don't even have anything I dislike. I'm just going to say performances were amazing from Daniel Day-Lewis. I love how Paul Thomas Anderson just, I, I don't know if it was just the characters. He wrote this, correct? Yes. yes, okay, yeah. He writes them in in this way that makes them even though in in their own way they seem kind of outrageous, but they seem so down to earth and realistic in the way they speak to one another and the way their relationship grows from like when they first met to like the peaks and valleys that they have like throughout their time together uh and, and I think he was able to capture that in a really real, real way because I feel like some period pieces and i would say this is a period piece uh they they it overdoes it with the drama in terms of like the conflicts they go through and with this movie we see like the like overall just like different elements of the relationship and even when it is like more stressful to the more lighthearted times and I, and also uh i would i would love to say that daniel lewis has this like ch- weird charm his character like he has these moments where he's like, just a fucking dick like, He's just being an ass, and you know he's being an ass, and you're like, "I hate you," but then he does something where you kind of like fall for him, and you understand why uh Alma falls for him as well mm-hmm. uh so i would I would say i I have nothing really negative. I think if the uh, I feel like the more conversation the more the more we talk about it, maybe something I can think about, but as of right now, I absolutely adored this, <coughs> and uh he's done it again. Which one? Paul Tom Sanderson. Oh. He uh, shot done. this
3: too. Goddamn. What, what did you say? He, oh, yeah. He filmed it, yeah, and yeah. He oh, shot he did. it. Oh,
2: yeah. One more thing. Uh, production in terms of like costume design was phenomenal. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I, loved well, those, like, I mean, little. the guy
3: he got to do it was really famous. God, it was like beautiful.
2: All the dresses, even just like, <sighs> I feel like he really captured the sense of time without, without you realizing it's a film. I feel like, again, with period pieces, you know it's a movie. You know it's a drama. You 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 can see the, I guess the seams when you're watching a movie like this. But yeah. with this, you you feel enveloped in this world and it feels real.
3: Yeah, it doesn't feel like a stage play
2: exactly, and that's yeah. that's that's what I'm, exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, um, so I'm adored it.
3: That's my initial thoughts. Uh, all right, well, I'll go. I'll go next. Um, talk here. about what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it. What? Ooh. No, no. I don't. I'm with you. I don't have anything negative to say because it's Paul Thomas Anderson. He, to me, he might be the greatest living director. I would I think s- in terms of like the way his his catalog is in terms of like how memorable and like how different everything he does kind of is. Like he, you know, Martin Scorsese has a style. And so does Paul Thomas Anderson, but Paul Thomas Anderson's style is to, to play with his style, like he, yeah. And I would say that this movie is extremely reserved for his uh, standards. Every movie he's done has not felt this reserved. I th- yeah, I'm and thinking I don't think back, that that's not a negative either. I yeah. think it's okay if you're if you're known for making ridiculously, you know, outlandish movies and and whatnot it's okay to do something like this. It, it seems like he had a lot of fun with it, you know?
4: hmm
3: And uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is literally, I mean, I guess everybody can considers him like one of the greatest actors alive. And I don't know, this is no, uh, no shame in saying that given this performance. And um, it's weird. It, you brought up how it doesn't feel like, a pe- it's a period piece, but it doesn't, and you know me.
2: Oh yeah, no you,
3: you know me. I don't first, like my period pieces. This is like say, what my cousin Rachel should have been.
2: Yeah, this is the first <laughs> thing you fucking said before the movie started is like, "It's like Man, I've seen a lot of these things this year." No, Real what life. I said was, or yeah, something along those lines. I
3: said, "If this wasn't directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, you bet your ass I wouldn't be in here right now." Yeah, <laughs> because from like the, you know, like the 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 era and like the the. The dresses and the snobby British white people. Yeah. It's Um, not
2: slow either. It doesn't feel like it's like, it doesn't,
3: yeah, I mean, it's essentially, yeah, it's essentially plotless, but it's like, it's, it's not slow because it's just like constantly surprising you with these like weird character studies. And, uh, yeah, there's more to this movie we don't know. I haven't unpacked it yet.
2: Yeah, it's been so. It's like I haven't had time to actually think about.
0: I have some theories. Elements of my own.
3: There, there. I need maybe a th- two more rewatches. I think I do that with all his movies, though. Yeah, like, so- there will be blood. Like when you first watch, it's like a historical epic, and then you, you know, you're like, oh my god, look at these crazy two characters, you know, fucking trying to get something from each other or and whatnot. Then you see it again and again, and it's like, "Holy fuck!" and I think uh all his movies kind of like that um, I, di- I didn't <laughs> I couldn't finish inherent vice uh i watched inherent Vice
2: three times i think uh, you still don't do you not get it <laughs> I get it no I've, I think I got it at the second viewing, and I think that all the coincidences never mattered like they were they were exactly what they were. And I think that was. I never I think,
3: watched. I watched the first 20 minutes. And I was like, it was just a bad time for me. I was I, like, I, but I liked it a that. lot. Like, that's the thing. Really? I really
2: did. Like, I love how just. It was. I feel like it was kind of. I, I know, was, came I out of nowhere for me. I
3: fun. Um, but, like, uh, this movie is similar to, like, The Master, I think, uh, which I really, really liked. Uh, I remember Sean bringing it over uh, to my apartment. Dude, one I forced day. We, this movie, onto dude, two The master, people. the master came you, out you in twenty twelve. Like, you made, like, I, made, I
0: gave it to Steve. Like, dude, you need to watch this. Yeah,
3: the great. The, it's just like um, it's similar to that in the sense that you know this guy who makes these dresses almost feels like a cult leader. You know, he's he's very narcissistic. He's very controlling. He's tyrannical.
0: I feel like it's not I mean that, that the, though. That, I feel
3: like it's just like his sister
2: which is another another main character I would say like really is like kinda like I feel like she is like the trifecta in a way. These like three main characters. I feel like enable his behavior. But it's not like he wants he doesn't force people to be that way, is that she forces people to be that way so he can do his best work. It's not like he is right. sitting there being manipulative. No, he's just like he's crazy. And if it wasn't for his no, sister, I what no I mean by tyrannical
3: around. is like he wants things his way oh, yeah, without yeah. the compromise. Oh yeah. Like he won't compromise for other people. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, all right. It's right. like my way or the fucking highway in a way, you know? Yeah. He's uh he's very like and they even like in the beginning they kinda like hint that like women come in and out of his life. Yeah, he was just and, like and women leave like they just lost their job. Yeah. Like like his sister will fire them. Like but they're just ask. mistresses, <laughs> you know, you can't, you, you know, most people are just like, oh, we should see other people. <laughs> He'll have someone else tell you to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, he that's doesn't, he basically, is, yeah, he's basically
2: like, I don't, he's like, he doesn't need you anymore. That's basically the whole, like, he's like, you're not, yeah. you're, it's not working out.
3: Oh, overall, um, fucking really enjoyed this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody loves Daniel Day-Lewis, right? I do. Until he gets that yeah. sexual harassment charge, no, I
2: think he's uh, he's scot free. Yeah,
3: we'll see. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> only out. time I would cry. will tell. I would cry, but um,
0: anything else? Uh,
3: no, I mean, I'll kind of maybe branch off of your guys' discussions. I don't know.
0: Harvey, thoughts?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, first, I'd like to say that I did see this in a uh, seventy millimeter.
2: Thought. Oh, that's why you went. Yeah, that is... That's, that's a, I just
1: realized that yeah, That's why I sense. went all the way up to uh, Upper West Side. Um was no, not in the brochure. Yeah. Was
0: this um, on your movie pass or you had to pay for it? No, I had
1: to pay for it. Okay, cool. Um, Wish well, you would have told me I would have went. Yeah, I feel like you can probably try, though. I, mean, I feel like you can try, right?
2: Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try.
1: You Just wait, like, you didn't try? Well, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I would have uh, tried. Okay. I, no, you, I, you I just, bought it in advance. You just buy a movie... Um, did you get for another, another? Yeah, you probably. Yeah, it'll probably work if you try it. But yeah, I didn't try it. I just bought it in advance because I was worried about it selling out. So um, yeah, I saw it in seventy millimeter, and it was fucking beautiful. Um, I don't know. I feel like you can pretty much show anything in seventy millimeter, and it'll be beautiful. But the cinematography. Dead birds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, the emoji movie. I don't mm. know about all that, but yeah, the cinematography in this movie is so fucking beautiful. Um, There's, I don't know. It's hard to explain this, but there's so much attention and care in the cinematography. And it really like romanticizes like the work that they're doing. Like there's just these beautiful shots of people making dresses and sewing. And in any other context, these would seem like mundane things or something that you would see like on uh like like the TLC network or some shit or discovery like how this is made like it's like shots like that because these just these people working but they're so beautiful the way that they're done it really like I don't know it gives you a sense of appreciation for like what his character does and how he feels about it mm-hmm. I think it's good at like putting that emotion and that love that he has for his work and it gives it to you so you can really appreciate what's mm-hmm. happening and like the art that this dude is making. Um, yeah, so I, I just think the cinematography and the music were just incredible. And it really.
2: I like the use of lighting as well, especially yeah. in the darker scenes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like it. I don't know. It just. Nothing felt artificial. Yeah. Again, I, like it. No seams. Like you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. It like goes there's a, long a way.
3: scene where she's like. He's fitting yeah, the dress for the first time. That's and like,
1: yeah. You're like, that's probably one of my favorite fucking scenes in the movie. It's, the lighting is. Yeah, it's, so, it's great. Um, uh, son of a bitch the relationship (laughs) is uh, really interesting to me Uh, this movie reminded me a lot of Mother Um, I think it's because I had a different I think I had like a different view of Mother than you guys did but uh, I saw this movie in a similar way because he as uh, Thomas said before he has like these women that come in and out of his life I don't know if they're necessarily uh um Like romantic relation relationships, like all of them, but I do see they could be, but I do see that there's a really a sense of him, uh, like not necessarily leeching off of their beauty, but using them certainly as like a as a muse for his work. Mm -hmm. And when he can no longer be inspired by their beauty because they are are either older because their relationship has clouded uh their beauty, he gets rid of them. But the way he gets rid of them, as you guys mentioned, is almost like terminating an employee because he just distances himself and he kind of gaslights these women into like working for him and <laughs> into like morphing the relationship into something else. And yeah. Because they're obviously all falling in love with him. Yeah. But he, I don't know. You can see it happening, especially with Alma. But you can, see, but Alma's very different. Yeah, she,
2: it's but it's like in a real relationship in terms of cycles that they go through. Like it's like it's like this honeymoon phase in that their their first meeting, and from there, the the problem is, and what I noticed about his character is that when when he starts going down, when when he's coming down and he's getting to that point where he's not having that high, that excitement, the, the inspiration, he chooses not to how would you say like get past certain things when you reach that point in a relationship where like little things start bugging you yeah. or like he chooses to just stick to his ways and when it bothers him you know he makes them go away or he doesn't want them around yeah. so i feel like a lot of it it comes from himself like he it's his own stubbornness yeah um yeah
1: there's a there's a lot about uh his character that you get through Alma, because she's obviously telling, st- telling the the story and talking about him. But she mentions that he's like a little boy and in times. He's very stubborn, and when he get doesn't get his way, and uh, yeah, I think that fits exactly what you were saying um, just now. Like uh, there's, he's like a kid. Like that, like women are almost like uh, toys. Like he's very excited by them, mm-hmm. and they help him to do his job, obviously, because he's very, like, inspired by the beauty and stuff like that and uses them as muses. But, yeah, once... He's no longer excited by, like, that woman. It's kind of like a toy. He just, like, gets rid of it and just, like, discards it and all emotional attachment is just broken. Um,
3: Yeah, like, you don't expect your toy to, like, request things of you. So, like,
1: that that, that annoys him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, So, as a character study, like, this movie's fucking incredible. I think... It's just amazing how... Daniel Day-Lewis is... He's probably the greatest fucking actor I've ever seen. Yeah. He's... Like, he's, like, a completely different person every time I see him, and he's so convincing in this role, and it's so realistic. Like, despite all greatest. of his faults... In, <laughs> no Bill the
3: Butcher. <laughs> this,
1: Yeah, despite <laughs> all of, like, his faults and, like, those... Uh, I think he is kind of nearly, like, a, a tyrant in a way. He's, like, a passive tyrant. Like, he... Is very charming on the surface, but yeah, beneath that there's like stubbornness and uh yeah, just a lot of he's just a fucking mean <laughs> mean dude. Mean soul bitch. Yeah. Um
3: Yeah, it's weird. You wanna like him. He has these moments. And yeah, but like there are things that I'm like, dude.
2: Come on, the shit he says,
3: man! I didn't is like, fucking his, what's his, what's his I need to relate to some of the stuff. Yo, he the shit thing. he like the said. Brec- the fucking breakfast scene, yeah, cool. too much movement. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that. All it's the time entirely too much movement <laughs> for, for breakfast. <laughs> that just fucking storms out. Like. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, he's <laughs> the best
2: part. Is just like, I love the fact that. His sister and Alma, like, both know that he's just a child, and sometimes they'll poke. They know where to poke him.
1: Especially his sister. She's, Yo, this shit's great. She, she was really fucking great. She was amazing. She, she had just, some really good scenes where, you know, she just knew how to fucking what's like, attack his, him.
3: What's his gripe with butter, man? Butter's good. I that yeah, don't butter know. Butter is me.
1: good. Um, there was... A, you guys mentioned, or I don't know which one you said it, but uh, you, uh I think Tom may have said something about... uh you need to watch this movie again to, because there's things that you maybe haven't noticed noticed up. about it, and I was thinking about that the the entire time because uh, he, he kept mentioning that you can sew almost anything, anything into it. the canvas of yeah. a of a coat, and I feel like Paul Thomas Anderson is lacing this movie with messages. I'm not entirely sure what they are. Um, I think it's just themes maybe he's he been doing convey.
2: that maybe he's been doing that with all his films i in, think in, in he always
1: i think he always
3: has but like this is the first time that a, a plot point or a, a piece of the the plot actually stated it yeah. maybe i think this is one of the things where
2: he's been like layering or just like hiding things
3: in all his films for people kind of to discover to notice it's weird though that i think this is his one of his most watchable movies I think like m- mainstream audiences yeah. can watch it. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. There will be blood. Does not go over well for everyone. No. And Same with uh, a Mag- <laughs> Magnolia. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boogie Nights is
1: great though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in, in, in that sense, why that's why it also uh, reminded me a lot of Mother. Because uh, you you have this character that is a really really talented artist and they're they're drawing inspiration from something. Uh, Both of them have muses and I thought this might also be an allegory to uh, filmmaking in some way or not necessarily filmmaking, but maybe...
3: Artistry. Yeah,
1: yeah, artistry and maybe an insight into his process or at least uh, maybe... Life as an artist, and uh, constantly drawing information or inspiration from a new source, and consuming it until it. Yeah, is uh, especially
2: especially when he has like th- when he goes to those moments where he's going down. When she always says like he after a big thing after something happens after he
3: he has to come down, you know. And it's I think maybe he, that's like he's a very like cyclic person. Like he every everything like he he's not. Unpredictable. He's he's very harsh and like rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. But he's, as she stated, he's like he's like it's a cycle. You know, he comes down yeah. and and uh, I think the whole movie is about their their relationship. What it hit, what it does to his cycle, you know, like what it what it does, like throws a wrench in it or adds to it or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's A lot of shit in this movie, Sean, man.
0: Sean, um, where you at? Yeah, I feel the same about uh, what you guys generally have uh, the same thoughts. I, um, there's, so I know he's saying this is his last movie, right? That's what he's saying, right? Not Paul know, Thomas for, Anderson, right? No, Dan, no, no, Daniel Day Lewis. Dan, Dan 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 Lewis. Dan Lewis. I'm not sure if I buy that. Um, Didn't you say that before? Yeah, I don't think I don't think this is gonna be his last movie. Um, I just wanted to say that real quick it has nothing to do with the movie, but uh, <laughs> there's there's a there's a couple reasons why I like Paul Tom Anderson a lot. He he manages to make these big budget movies, and they're all they're none of them are either like ad- adapted to any from anything. And they're all just stories that intrigue him personally. Like, uh, there Would be blood. He read an article in a Time magazine about an oil uh, mongol in the early 19, uh, 1920s or something like that. Or, uh, sorry, the, the late 1850s, right? I uh, think that's
3: Late I 1800s into the early 1900s. Right.
0: And that small article inspired that whole story. And with this movie, he just read an article about, a, uh, I believe, a Spanish um, designer. And he's able to convince all of these um, production companies to give him the funds to make these movies. And he's one of the only filmmakers who are do- who's doing big budget, like, original concept. That's not, like, uh, from a book or from something else. And they're all incredible. And that's one. And he always uses the same themes. And he's very reflective of um, Stanley Kubrick. Not in terms of filmmaking, but in terms of the way he... Carries on his his uh dedicated themes into every film he makes. Every character in his movies, like um, you take Punch Drunk Love, uh, There Will Be Blood, um, what else? Um, The Master. All of these characters are pretty much exactly the same. They all have this like kind of like neurosis to them, where they're either like on the verge of like a breakdown or you're just waiting for something to explode in them. And they also they're all like meticulous in like their way, like in their craft, and their they um they all he also shoots procedural elements of every character's like craft, like you mentioned, Harvey, um the way he they sh- they showed all of the dressmaking scenes, and there be blood is the same thing with all of the oil welding scenes, and he's able to like make that stuff intriguing, and sometimes that's the best; those are the best scenes of the films, like the opening scene in there be blood was amazing. That whole like 50 minute long scene. And this movie has something similar with the um, measurements and the dressmaking of uh, Alma and mm-hmm. um, Will Clod- uh, Reynolds' character. And he's able to like carry these themes and they're all profound and they all work in a way. And he's he's really good at framing scenes through like through the lens. And I know he, he is like somewhat at the forefront of that. Like I think he directed most of the cinematography in this one.
3: So, I mean, he's credited as a cinematographer. He
0: yeah, he had a cinematographer, though, on this well, movie. Well,
3: I'm sure he was, like, like a camera operator, yeah. but... Mm-hmm.
0: There's a scene in this movie where it's probably my best... Uh, my favorite shot in the movie where... I think it's, like, the first 10 minutes of the movie, and... Daniel D. Lewis, character is taking a drive to the country and the camera is just hooked to the back of the car. And it's kind of like oh, a yes. time lapse element did of you him have. driving. All those driving scenes. What about the, the other great. one?
3: The, the, did you feel like that was a Clockwork Orange uh, homage? Wh-
0: Which one? Wh- the when one they're, where they're from the front. They're, yeah, driving. they're driving. Oh, yeah. That, that, that winding
1: road really fast. Mm-hmm. Such a good fucking so there, these So
0: these are some things in filmmaking who's, that's kind of like unique to filmmaking and like in a world where everything's pretty much done he's able to conceive these type of techniques and it works and he's st- he's still able to like make all his movies on film which is amazing a lot of uh, big name directors who have been standing by film are kind of like diving into digital so yeah. he, that's why i love him as a director and like a writer
3: i he he's he might be the greatest living director i think mm-hmm. i mean it's like to to me like as people like i want them to like Experience the feeling of watching his movies because, like the I movies that the people I know see are like fast food, and these movies are like not even food. It's like a tattoo, right? Yeah, like, you literally never forget that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Daniel
0: De is a character. His whole method to the way he, the what he brings to his character reminds me of um two things. He reminds me of um uh, uh Philip Seymour Hoffman Capote, like the. The slur of his accent—it's mm. kind of similar in that way, and the way he he walks around—it's kind of very similar. So I don't, I don't know if he draw any inspiration from that, and his gaze and stare at like people who are just talking to him or without even like giving like a re- uh, response, yeah, uh, reminds of like uh, um, Leo in The Aviator. They kind of like same, similar characters. All those three characters are pretty like meticulous and like they also have like a slight neurosis to them. No. And uh, I love I love flawed main characters like that where you're just waiting for something to happen whether it be kind of profound or just kind of subtle and and what uh Paul the Sands movie it's always something that you would not expect and uh this one is no exception and um but yeah um John Greenwald did the, the the score as well he did uh I think the last four movies for him and he actually wrote all a lot of the piano ballads and melodies which are amazing there's one towards the oh, end yeah. that I fell in love with. And, like, as soon as I left the theater, I got on the train. I was listening to it on the on the train ride home. And it was incredible. Um, it's the scene where it's a New Year's Eve scene. The, dude, that that's fucking, dude,
3: that's one of the it's greatest so, looking scenes I've yeah. ever the, seen. The, the, with the
1: fucking balloons and, like, the colors yeah. and the lighting. The oh, movement, God like, that tracking that, yeah. the whole way towards
0: her. The melody in that scene, Fuck. like, just made me, like, weep inside. Like, I oh, wanted this. to go home and learn that song. But it's great. This movie, it's it's so much to be said. Like there are some things in this movie where you can have contrive your own um, theories of what happens in the end. Or, um, but uh, I don't think we're gonna get into it, right? No spoiler. I think that no, right? is unnecessary. No,
2: th- I feel like this movie you have to go. You have to. People need to watch this fucking yeah. movie, man. I think this. I think Thomas is right. I think this is the most digestible film he ever has. It doesn't feel long or drawn Besides out. Boogie it's Boogie like Nights, this, I think well, his most digestible
0: long. movie is probably <laughs> Punch Drunk Love.
2: No, I don't think so. I think just no, because I it's, I think it's, it's very obscure. Nice, I feel yeah, like I, I feel really like, like nice. Punch Drunk Love is very obscure. Yeah,
1: it's a uh, it's difficult to get like the average uh, movie goer into. Punch
2: yeah, I can. I feel like I can literally put this on for like my family, or, like my mom or something, and she could watch it. Yeah, and be yeah this movie's by funny
1: it. too,
3: and, and like not even like dark humor that I'm into. Mm, it's but just like, but like you know the little old lady laughing kind of. Humor.
0: hardy It's pretty digestible. It's a pretty straightforward story. Which one? Hard eight.
3: Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. But that's like very stylized and
0: mm-hmm. this is too.
2: No, this is uh I think everyone should go out and see this. It's mm-hmm. the I think it's like if you never watch anything he's done, I think you should go out and watch this and then th- start working on it. I from think there.
0: I think Paul Thomas Aston has an obsession with shooting procedural elements in certain film or certain like yeah. aspects. Well, the he way he does that, like he's it, he does it really
2: masters or that's something, you know, like yeah. very meticulous.
0: He, well the well the way he shoots it is very close and tight. Man. And it only leaves like he only creates a frame for you to really focus on what the character is focusing on. There's and it's so, genius. Yeah, but there's even, so much detail
1: in that too. Um like I don't know if you guys paid attention to it, but when you look at like uh at Reynolds when he's sewing. And you even like look at his thumb, like his thumb is like fucked up because he's been like stabbing himself with the needle for mm-hmm. fucking like all his life. Just that detail. And um, I don't know how carefully that those uh, shots are done. It just. That's all his
3: movies, man. Like yeah. the oil scene, even the fucking pudding in like them explaining the pudding in a punch yeah. drunk glove.
0: um, It's great. I watched a couple of um, Q and A's with uh, with with, um, Daniel Lewis and PT Anderson, and it's interesting because they actually lived in that house and shot in that house. And PT Anderson said this was the most annoying film he's ever had to work on because it was extremely hard to make this movie because uh, the set was the house, so they all had to like move around in and out scenes. And crew were living in there. The crew was living in there. The actors were living in there. So whenever like a room needed to be shot in, they had to move out, go down the stairs, up and down the stairs, like, 100 times a day. And like yeah, the actors our, had to— There's uh, no
3: room to, like, put everything.
0: Yeah, so yeah. the actors had to endure all this as well. And it was just an old house, like, old, cold, and creaky house. And he said it was very hard to work on it. Like, it was annoying, which I can imagine. But it's kind of interesting that they didn't shoot, like, any of it, like, in the set. So it was cool. My um, oh boy. Cinematography, like, I loved— uh, I think the, I think he's always going to be shooting on film. I don't think he'll ever dive into like digital.
1: So uh, first Oscar,
0: um, maybe. I think Daniel Dullus is probably going to win.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree with yeah. that.
3: Think so, man. I feel yeah. like they've they've lost touch lately.
1: He, he's also said it's his last movie, so they're going to give him a fucking Oscar. Yeah,
3: yeah. There you go, man. There you go. I'm just like I don't know. Everything Leo should
1: have did that a long time ago. <laughs> this is my last one. This is my last one. Gets it
0: for
2: something really just out there. Like, really? Wall
0: Street, that <laughs> he said uh, he's not going to make a movie for the next seven years. He's going to focus which on was a saving line. the was planet. A lie.
3: Yeah. Uh, he won for The revenue, which is weird. There's, no, yeah. there's not a lot of speaking lines in that movie.
1: I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson doesn't make movies very often anyways. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. Like Inherit Vice came out like what four years ago or some shit. Yeah. Yep.
3: And before that, The Master is like two years 2012?
2: And then.
1: The Master is like 2007, right?
2: And the Master was 2012. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. Was it? And then yeah, There Will Be Blood was like 2008 uh, yeah, or
0: 2007. 2007. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: 2007.
2: Yeah, the gap between. All right, so yeah, the gap between The blood. Master and There Will Be Blood, there was like 20, uh, tw- 2007 was There Will Be Blood
3: and then The Master came out 2012. I saw, I so maybe that's I should like a fucking five years. Fin- is the only movie from him I haven't seen. Him. Watch it.
0: He has some earlier movies. Um, was that one I started a long time ago? The story of Dinger or some shit like that. Can't remember. Yeah.
3: Well, I think we all enjoyed this movie. I don't. I don't think it's my favorite PTA movie. But um,
0: there's a lot that I need to still get through. Like it doesn't the Dirk Diggler story.
1: I think that was a short film. Yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like
0: a mockumentary short. Yeah. yeah. I think this movie.
3: Um, it ranks in the middle for me maybe mhm
0: paul thomas
4: anderson
3: that, i mean all his movies are pretty much soaring above most movies anyway so it doesn't matter but yeah um in my eyes but like yeah i mean i think if anything it just lacks like that one thing there's always like one thing in his movie that like like i don't know there's always like a part of his movies that like you Never forget. And I think this one is just really easy to watch. It doesn't quite have that, I don't think. You know what I'm saying? Like, there will be blood has things.
0: Yeah. You guys want to drop some ratings?
3: Yeah. Steve?
0: Yeah,
2: man. There's nothing. And then Yeah, the most. Man, there's a lot. There's nothing I hated about this film. I think it was a lot of positives. And I think on top of that, it does something that. I only covet for certain films, and it resonated with me emotionally. Say it, Steve. It's a goddamn
3: five. Damn. Shama? Um, I, I, I like. I'm bending the rating rules a little bit here. I'm I'm ranking this on Paul Thomas Anderson scale, which uh, basically I'm saving five stars for the movies that I love the most from him, and I'm giving this one a four and a half. Okay. <laughs> It <laughs> sounds stupid, but that's what I want to do. <laughs> and it's by by no means the most enjoyable movie I've seen all year. Harvey.
1: Um. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. I don't know. It's weird ranking it among uh, Paul T- Thomas Anderson movies, but if I'm honest, this is a, I think this is at the top of a PT movie, PTA movies for me. It's not mm. my favorite. But uh, it's it's in that top twenty five percentile, or I don't know, I don't know percentages. But I mean, it's such a small sample. Doesn't it's up there? Um, yeah, it's a five out of five for me. Cool. I love this fucking middle. Wow,
3: what a dick
0: I am. Um, if we're gonna go with the PT Anderson scale, um, it's I feel the same uh, as Harvey. It's up there for me. It's not my favorite, but it's like it's pretty close. It's like mid for me. Yeah. Um,
1: middle. Right, listen, he's right, done right. Like, like 10 movies, maybe not like eight. Like, yeah. I think it's most. like eight or
0: something like that. Um, I'm going to give it as high as a five can go. Yeah. Five. It's,
1: it's like top four for me. hmm. It's in the top four.
3: Uh, I kind I kind of want to see if, uh, you guys have to bring this movie up in a little bit.
0: I guess we'll see. Yeah.
3: I'm
2: gonna be honest. Um, uh, uh I don't know, man. It's so weird because I just watched it, and I like I you love better, it. You better pop that bad boy All
1: somewhere right, on your uh, list. Let's it's you hard. can't let's, give away let's, anything. Let's so shelve far. this. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's hard, man.
4: Well,
3: well let's uh, let's pick a movie, and then we'll, 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 we'll let's end the year.
0: What the hell's coming out in the first week of January? Can't be good. I don't even know. No Oof, well, let's
3: watch the Greatest Showman. Ugh! Come on, man. Ugh! A musical. Come on. Fuck! Last time I saw Hugh Jackman in a musical, I couldn't do it. Late Miss, oh, it's great. It. Can't do it. It's great. Not I can't do a movie where every line is sung.
1: I just I haven't, can't. I haven't watched uh, that Late Miss. I
3: it's not for me. I like I don't mind musicals, but every line, <laughs>
0: every fucking line, every
3: line is being <laughs> sung to like maybe sometimes no music.
0: I can't do it. All right, so we got. I don't care about style. The big release next week is Insidious. The last key. No, fuck no. Well, that's it. Let's <laughs> watch
2: Insidious. We haven't watched a horror movie in a while. No, I'll quit. I'll, I'll quit the podcast.
1: <laughs> I have. I've only watched the first one.
2: I mean, I've I'm only I've only watched the first one as well, so I don't think
3: it's going to be really. Yeah, out. I'm not watching the second one. I'm not watching. But
1: the stories important in these I mean, movies.
3: There's, there's three of them so far. Wait, Molly's Game wide release expands next this week.
0: It came out what like last week. It's yeah.
3: but it goes it goes nationwide on the fifth.
0: Hmm.
4: Mm.
3: That's Aaron Sorkin, directorial debut, right? Is it really? Yeah. It's up to you guys. I mean, you guys really can't pick Insidious 5 over... I either. mean, we definitely
2: could pick
3: Insidious 5. I mean,
0: not in any right mind, right? A lot of people like those fucking movies, so it might generate some good uh, some, some hits.
3: No, I think most people are not on board with the third one. How about this? We pick... This Ooh, is the we fourth pick one. fourth. Was, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs>
2: We'll we'll pick later. We don't have to choose right now.
3: No, I mean I'll never watch the
1: movie. <laughs> we'll see. I'm we'll see next on, week. I think I'm actually uh with the showbo on this one. I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> 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 I mean I would have to watch like the other three movies. No, you I don't don't. think
0: you have
2: to. But still the story I don't think it's that complicated to follow. Dude, I
1: didn't even like the first one. So
4: Hmm.
3: Some bitch. Molly's, right? yeah. Molly's game, it's a true story. I told you?
0: That's uh, a little old oh, at yeah. this point. Molly's well, well, game this is
3: gotta be is something live. else. Jumanji. <laughs>
0: What's wrong right, with Molly's well, game? we'll put we'll put a pin in it. Jesus. I guess it doesn't really matter, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Tune in next week for a surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you'll you'll see it when, when we upload the episode and you get notified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh all right. You guys would we'll just jump into our uh countdown?
3: How funny would it be like? Do the right film. Episode whatever. Insidious. Insidious. <laughs> <laughs> they caved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's top off uh, the, the end of the year picks.
0: Yeah. So this should be intriguing. I'm sure uh, this list might be a bit diverse here. Um, you know, I was actually going to throw out the idea of our top worst, like top five or something like that. But I think that would have been close to each other's list. No, I don't think so
2: at all. I think no. we all had different I mean me and Tom already spat out a couple of ours, and I think it was pretty different right No, 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 we actually had both the same ones. I think they would all be the same, yeah, yeah. so
0: we, the so first ten movies we, <laughs> we watched <laughs> on the podcast yeah that was a
3: rough start, huh Basically. um I yeah. think uh what we're gonna do here is go around the table, we're yeah, gonna alternate. Like,
0: let's start something. with number ten, okay. So Steve, whenever you're ready. Wait, what? This, so, this, this so is are we r- are
1: we ranking right now? Are we all ranked, but yeah, yeah, I
0: think that's the most interesting. Harvey way. is not. It doesn't do make rank. sense just throw it's out names. It's a countdown. Yeah,
3: it's a countdown.
0: Because if we're not going to do it that way, you might just say all of them. Yeah, at once. Come on, man.
4: It's a yeah. countdown. So
3: this this f- it's like TRL.
2: So this this period. one made it in the in the end. Am I starting this? Yeah, you go for it. All right. know, so let, let,
0: okay, let me just put some um, rules on this real quick, just because this is a long podcast. We've all probably seen most of these movies, so you don't have to, like, you know, go into detail. Obviously, I'm just going to... Hey, some people go off the deep end when they talk about their favorites. What the hell? I've never done that once. couple sentences. (laughs) Shomo. American Honey. (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay, so... that didn't make it. So, I just talked about this movie, and I just had to throw it on there because I rationally couldn't put anything else on it. I feel horrible not including in Top 10, so Phantom Thread. Okay, cool just review cool. just Threat. go back, so right, it just that's made number it. ten it number just 10. made it just because i feel I feel horrible at not being on top ten. I'll feel guilty
3: and i'll hate the list why,
0: okay, cool, number ten, phantom thread, Steve, show me. all
3: right, number eleven for me was phantom thread Woo! didn't get it didn't make it that's fucked up,
0: yeah, <laughs> unfortunately,
3: I had more fun in other films, I'm just gonna base off that. you guys ready for number ten for me yes, yes, brawl and cell block ninety nine Cool, cool, cool. this is a. Uh, I haven't quite seen a movie like this and uh, it's definitely up. worth being on the list, I think. It was a uh, fucking crazy. It was great.
0: Nice.
1: I'm fucking I'm having a panic attack. All right. Yeah, Harvey <laughs> dude, just threw dude, down to skip you, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I just ranked him. Like it's <laughs> Harvey just in ten seconds. <laughs> like he number had, ten, goddammit save like that. <laughs> <I> take
3: one <laughs> take one look at it and just say, are you happy with it? Are you Sure. It? I'm happy
2: with
1: mine, I think. Maybe not. Let's I'm say we'll have a reconcile list later for Harvey. I think we should all have a and a, an official list that will go sure. on Letterboxd later on. Sure.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, mine's pretty official as it is, but
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been
1: keeping mine up every week. Is it my turn?
0: Okay, Harvey's yeah. unofficial number 10. Number 10 for Harvey.
1: This is unofficial. The, the The movies won't change, but their order may change. Slightly, right? Only slightly. Depending on my feelings. Slightly, later. right? Yeah, very slightly. As of you now. You can't go from like an eight nah, to a three. No, nah, It won't be that. They will not m- jump more than one number place, one position place. Number 10. <laughs> I think.
4: <laughs> Dude, that, tra- that,
1: that, that, the tremble in your, your breath. You're like. <sighs> this is, I don't know. All right. Number 10. It's uh, Endless Poetry by uh, Yodorovsky.
3: Hmm. hmm. Nice. Okay. I'm sure none of us have that on here. Nope. I don't think any of us saw it.
1: Nope. Yeah, I w- I was really hoping someone would see this, um, but yeah, hopefully we can talk about it in
0: 2018. Cool. Nice. Uh, I will I will check that out uh, eventually. Uh, my number ten is going to be Logan. Oh shit! Logan, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Logan is number ten. Yeah.
3: Okay. All right. Keep now we talking, down. boys? <laughs> damn, Logan's number twenty-two for me.
2: God damn, All right. Steve. Number nine. So nine is gonna be super controversial, but I'm gonna throw it out there: is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Ah,
0: okay, 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 uh, okay.
2: I haven't like I don't know. I mean,
0: controversial would be like top five, but that's fine.
2: But it's because it's in the top ten list. But I think uh, I haven't had this much fun in an action movie it's not in a while. My
3: top thirty, or maybe you just didn't see enough good movies. Well, I mean talking about action movies. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm
2: um, just kidding. I think I think it plays with Star Wars convention very well, and uh, even though people are complaining. But I feel like no matter damn if you do, damn if you don't situation with all Star Wars movies. I think uh, Ryan Johnson did a good job, and uh, this uh, is I mean, the most
0: down the line um, reviewed movie we've yeah. had. It's crazy. Like I don't mean just us; I mean the people, public. Yeah, people, like, people love this movie and they don't like it. It's weird. Like, but yeah. it's like an even amount of people. It's yeah. Strange.
2: I don't know. I, I just I was kind of nervous about it, but after watching it, I was. I just liked the character choices and the certain, not all character choices, but I did like most. And regardless of all that, I, sh- I just had a lot of fun. And I think that's what Star Wars is. It's supposed
3: to be fun.
1: Sure. All right. Number all right, nine. Show
3: <laughs> uh, Number nine for me is the killing of a sacred deer. Mm-hmm. I
4: nice. I just
3: fucking loved it. Like looking, I couldn't help but laugh at the people, the pack theater. I couldn't help but laugh at everyone around me's t- discomfort. Like the secret he tells his son. I mean, it's fucking glorious. I love that scene. You guys should check that one out.
1: You're just looking
2: <laughs> Are you telling us? <laughs> Are
1: you look- no, you people look- listening. You're just looking at people? Dude, I was looking at
3: he hasn't watched I went the movie. with Tappy and her friend and like I kept looking at her to see if she was uncomfortable and I was like looking over the people of my right. i like, Yeah, that's right, motherfuckers. Great. Be uncomfortable. Um yeah, number nine for me. How about nice. you, Harvey.
1: Uh Number nine, Phantom Thread. Woo. Nice,
0: nice. I'm glad someone added it. I this truly
1: love this fucking movie so much.
0: Great. Uh, My number... <laughs> what?
2: I mean so he was like, great.
3: My number I nine. I don't feel bad about being in an 11, <laughs> 11 for me.
0: 11's good. Okay, cool. Uh, My number nine is going to be Brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Great movie. Yeah, you guys... Uh, Practical effects. D- don't sleep on this Rising. I need to
2: check it out, especially yeah. since Vince Vaughn. I haven't seen anything like really amazing. You'll never see him.
3: You've this, never this, seen him do this. This is his best role to date ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, he was pretty great in Swingers, in my opinion. Playing yeah. That. Role. But he's
3: doing the Vince Vaughn thing in Swingers. Yeah, yeah but this is what I'm saying. He's, he's not Vince Vaughn yeah. in this. That's well, no, what I want to watch Not that. a, a freaking trace of Vince Vaughn.
0: Okay, number eight, Steve, kicking it off with eight.
2: Okay, so this is—I uh, don't know if how you guys feel about this movie because it was released in 20, or it says 2016, but it was released in 2017.
0: That's fine. I have a lot of those
2: split. M that's okay. the one oh, I thought. Really I think you can you can count it. Yeah, yeah. directed by M Night Shyamalan. Uh, He's—I feel like he's back. I think he is back. I think he's found his rhythm again in terms of uh, filmmaking and. James McAvoy delivers an amazing performance, just playing all these different characters, and it's an unconventional thriller, like horror movie, that doesn't relies on the it doesn't rely on the same Shyamalan twist that we we see in the past, like those ridiculous ridiculous twists that he's like known for. <laughs> but uh, no, I really did love
3: this movie, and it was a surprise. It came out of nowhere.
0: Cool. All right, Shyamalan number. we we're on,
3: we're on eight, right? Yeah, eight. Yeah. Number eight. I just talked about it. Just call me by your name. Cool. Call me by your name. I can't stop thinking about that movie. I, I, I mean, apricots. it's only—it's only been a week, but I mean, you just want to eat apricots. It's just one of those like movies that's gonna—it's gonna hold up.
4: Yeah.
1: What about you, Harvey? Sweet. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, directed by Raw Peck. I am not your Negro. Mm. Uh, I a believe him. This was I'm on a
0: lot, lot of top ten lists.
1: lists. Yeah, I think I'm the only one that saw it. Yeah,
2: yeah. You're,
0: you're
1: the only one. i, yeah, seen uh, dogs. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Uh,
0: I will watch this. Yeah, It's
1: a really good documentary, and it's told in a very unique way from uh, a guy that experienced the death of uh, three of his friends who happen to be prominent civil rights leaders. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Sean? Uh, number eight for me is going to be The Florida Project. Ooh. The Florida Project. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just comparing
1: it to where it was. Never mind. We, Got him, man. Project? Like, I just dissed your mom you or something. Oh, what? Right? had project? something ready for yeah. me. So yeah, he Florida was there project? with us. Oh, yeah.
0: Steve like, wasn't there with us.
4: Yeah, was I wasn't there the wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Us. I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Steve,
3: your, your
1: top 10 is invalid. <laughs> well, I couldn't see Florida Project. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that movie. Wait, number, what number are we?
0: No, we're moving on to number seven now. So, I dished out um, Florida Project for number
2: eight. So, number seven, Director O. Oh, my God. I can't speak. Directorial debut, uh, uh, Jordan Peele. Nice. Get Out. Nice. Uh, Unconventional again. This was my number 12.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: This is a horror movie that's, or it's like a social commentary disguised as a horror film slash comedy. It just blends so many genres together in, in a great way that, again, I had a lot of fun watching this in theaters, and I think everyone else in the theater felt that excitement, too. And, uh, I don't know. It's it's it, it's hard to describe without spoiling it, but uh, definitely check it out. Number seven. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
3: that was in my top ten for a while, but it stayed there. I, I, it was, mine, in my, it was in my top five. It got it got pushed to like sixteen for me. Really? Uh, yeah. But number seven for me, as Sean mentioned, the Florida Project is Sweet. his number eight, but my number seven is Florida Project. God, that's a keeper right there. Yeah. It, ugh, it's a good one.
0: Cool. All right.
3: Seven for you, Harvey. Harvey. Man, we're burning yeah. through these, bro.
1: Number seven. Uh <laughs> yeah. Directorial debut. Jordan Peele. Get out. Oh, shit. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, uh, nice. I guess since we're brown, we, uh, I don't know. That's I guess like it like resonated. resonated. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting there we're like, <laughs> oh, oh, shit. You know e- what evil like? white man That's over how I didn't felt it. last night at the fish concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, I
3: think it's just not, you know. it. It wasn't. My style enough to make it made top twenty though. That's good though. Cool. I'm glad it was able to bless your. Top to be honest 20 with you, this up. is really like blurred. Like yeah. I didn't enjoy. I didn't think Get Out was like that far off from my top ten. It's just I've seen so it many came close. great mine, movies. It was on
0: twelve on mine. Yeah. I think anything in the top twenty is considered a great movie this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so number seven for me is gonna be one of my favorite four movies of the year. Uh directed by me, Hansen Love, who did Eden two thousand fourteen. uh she no, it's not Love, the movie, or Eden, the movie's called Things to Come. Uh it came out earlier in this year. Uh, I like that a lot. Uh she has a way of telling grounded stories um without any like B story following it. Um, you guys should check out Things to Come. It's a good movie. Hmm. French film. <laughs> so that's number seven
2: number six six steve
0: uh so
2: this one i think is was more divisive again movie that came out this year that critics love but people who went to go see it hated it because they just didn't understand it or wasn't i, I guess it was more or less the company didn't promote it correctly but it's it comes at night uh, cool
0: that was my uh 14th yeah, yeah.
2: it's uh, i think it still holds up as a great horror film uh it, it, it analyzes human, humanity, and people in a great way, and uh, I still think it's worth worth a worth worth a watch. Yeah, if you understand what it is. Very
0: yeah. very short run at the theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shame. it kind
2: of it kind of sucks because it again, you know it I think it should have been given a proper shot. Mm-hmm.
3: It's crazy how these movies were so high on my list. Like that got pushed back close to like number twenty, but. Oh, it's still good. I just there's so a lot of good movies this year, right? Mhm. Good year. It was a good year. I'd say it's a damn good year. Uh number 6, Shomo. All right, number 6 for me is uh <laughs> Brigsby Bear. Sweet. I uh, I I love Brigsby Bear because it's, it's still to this day is one of the most heartwarming comedic experiences I've had at the theater. It was like a packed theater. And uh god, everybody was just we're all in there together. Going with, through with it? this this guy <coughs> who loves Brigsby Bear, and it's mm-hmm. one of the sweetest, Very heartfelt stories. It's so sweet. It's like one of the sweetest little movies ever. Mm-hmm. It's like the Disaster Artist if he wasn't an asshole. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wants to make a, a, movie, a movie, and you know, he he's kind of
3: socially inept, you know, stuff like that. Get mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Number six for you, Harvey. Harvey.
1: Uh. Yeah, probably the most anticipated movie of my life, uh, directed by Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> wow, it's It's Blade Runner 2049. That's oh, low. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, interesting. I saw this movie three times in theater, which, yeah, I don't think I've seen another movie this many times in theater, probably since, I don't know, fucking know, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, or something <laughs> like that. Cool. But yeah. I thought I, it was like, that's yeah. the movie that you went yeah, to go strange, see.
0: Strangely <laughs> enough, the movie I saw in theater the most was Kung Fu Panda. Oh, the yeah? First one saw it 5 times in theaters.
1: Yeah, but it's
2: because you loved checkbox. Um
0: No, because I knew a lot of um uh friends who just wanted to see it and I uh-oh. had seen it like and I was just bouncing around their group.
1: <laughs> 2017 was a great year in spite of everything else simply because Blade Runner for me. Yeah. So great, good choice. I waiting for it all my life.
0: Um number 6 for me is going to be uh Phantom Thread. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. It might slide a, around a bit, but it's yeah, number slide six. Around, huh?
4: a, yeah.
3: We got we got more like big Oscar movies that we haven't seen, but to be honest with you, I don't see those snuffing out the the ones in my list now. Like the mm-hmm. post, all the money in the world. Those could be good, but I don't see them uh beating these next five movies.
0: Yeah, they usually never do. Um Steve, kicking off with number five.
2: Number five. It's your boy Chris Nolan. Dunkirk. Nice. This is Dunkirk. D O N K R. Yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Don, I don't know why I say it that way. Uh this is how you take a genre that is uh, I would say is very much just uh, like on its I would say like it's just kind of like overdone and
3: overbeaten and it's like so an saturated idea. and gimmicky people yeah. are like all right. Yeah, but
2: this is how you do it in a new and interesting way relying more on d- just this, like time and just the, the, that tension you feel in war. And I feel like, you know, our main character, I mean, if you think about it, or the character we do follow, doesn't fire a gun. He's running. And it, I think it captures the idea of war and that stress I'm and. Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, well, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. But that's a little different. That's a little different. But uh, no, I think Chris Nolan, just it's a beautiful film just to even look at in awe and the sound and the score just, like, amplify it to another degree. And I think this is, like, I think it reinvigorates or, like, brings something new to the war genre. Yeah,
1: I think it's definitely, like, cool. the most technical movie. It's, like, a technical masterpiece, definitely. Yeah. Like, the biggest one of 2017. Like, mm-hmm. I I can't fathom how they fucking made this movie. Yeah. I can't it's fathom
3: how it. he makes any of his movies.
0: Cool. Number five, Shomo? <clears throat>
1: um...
3: Harvey's been waiting for this movie his whole life. It's uh, a nice. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm, nice, I can't nice. can't recall a time where I've been more visually and soundly blessed in, in a theater. I mean, it's fuck. It was like, like I've never been able to masturbate to like colors before. But now
4: I can. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> like I, I usually your masturbate your to like sexual activity. Now it's just colors. You're, you're open
1: now.
2: You
3: like it's just you have become a different person I'm this year.
1: You you put that lower on your list than I did. Cool.
3: Yeah. Isn't that weird?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but like I'm, just, dude. This is the
3: unofficial list though. So. <laughs> cool. Your unofficial list. Uh, yeah. Mine. Mine could
1: change too. Okay, Harvey. As of now,
2: this is getting, it's getting good now because we're reaching the top four. Yeah.
1: I want to hear everybody number five. Number five, uh, directed by Sean Baker, it's uh, The Florida Project. Nice. Hell yeah. I think think we all love this movie. It's Mm -hmm. uh, very nostalgic for us and uh, features a lot of characters that we're all very familiar with. And it tells a unique story that uh, definitely resonated with me.
0: Cool. Um, My number five is going to be Dunkirk. Uh, Love the movie. Can't wait to see it on Blu-ray. Um, mm. I need to get a Blu-ray player. You also
1: need to get a better audio solution, too, yeah. so you can hear all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some stuff. Like a sound bar year. or something.
3: I have mm-hmm. like a sound bar with a, a oh, my subwoofer and like rear speakers, but I, c- I have no wall behind my couch, as you guys have seen. Did so you bring I,
0: it to, f- to New York? Yeah. Oh, you did?
3: Oh. But I can't put them up, because like, where the fuck am I going to put wall speakers if there's no wall?
0: The roof? I don't know. Roof.
3: <laughs> Sounds dumb.
0: <laughs> all right, Steve, kicking it off with number four. Four.
2: Oh, number four. Yeah, we're
0: getting there. Well, I'm scared. So this I'm one,
2: scared. this one is uh, an interesting pick, but I feel like this movie deserves it because I think it's a temple. I think it's something that all the other movies that are under this should look up and realize that, wow, we should start doing things differently, is Logan. Cool. Damn.
0: That was my number 10. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Got no. Coming yeah. in hot. Dude, no, I think I think it's because comic book nerd. I think no, I think it brings something new again to the genre. Like it, it does something so different. I agree too. And it reignites that excitement again. And it also, I think, ends ends the chapter of Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart in this film like beautifully.
3: I think uh, it does all those things except I don't have faith in these fucks. I think they're just gonna go back their old ways. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're probably they're gonna
1: reboot Wolverine (laughs) next year. Probably, but but
0: But that that has nothing to do with the director and writer. No, you're right. Yeah,
2: I think I think how the way they were able to make this movie rated R, they were able to like they really just they put a lot of love and attention and care to the story and uh, bent the genre in terms of just like adding different elements and I I, I think it was phenomenal. And uh, again, me being a comic book nerd, I, I was like, this is this is what I want more. I don't want the same old mm-hmm. Marvel action
3: gasm okay. shit we got on the screen.
0: <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Showmo number four?
3: Uh, no, My number four is going to be something I don't think will be on anyone's list, especially this high since we're already this far. Uh, this is a movie I saw twice. Couldn't stop thinking about it.
0: I knew this was going to be on your list. <laughs> of it, course. It, it it almost made it to my number 4. Is 10. it American,
3: honey? No. Oh. It's going to be Gook. Ooh. And uh Gook is surreal. It's it's clearly very amateur, but not in the sense that it's like it's bad. It's just I don't know, man. I laughed. It's on, it's on Amazon almost, now. Yeah. Anyone Dude, you can watch guys it, should yeah. watch it, man. I I laughed, almost, I almost like almost cried and it's just one of the like most fun little movies. And it's not even fun. It's, like, simple in a way. It's not, like, a yeah. action-packed. Like. The
0: movie looks like it was made for $1,000. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it was it great.
3: Yeah. Uh, Tappy had been hyping me up about this movie. And you know me. I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she... I think she's going to be amazed when she hears this to find out it made the top five. And uh, top four, rather. But, yeah. I'm... Uh, thank her for blessing me with that movie. I may have missed it if it wasn't for her. She follows one of the actors in the, on the um, Instagram, on on YouTube. on YouTube. He's a comedian, David So mm. go? Number four, cool, Cook. Harvey.
4: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, number four, directed by our Lord and Savior, Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk. <laughs> <Nice>.
0: <laughs> we had all. Wait, have uh, everyone has it yet? Nope.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. What? Uh, sure. all
0: right. So number four for me is gonna it's probably controversial. Um Ooh. It's gonna be a ghost story. For okay. me. Oh, that's okay. not really controversial. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. I, I don't thought, care what anybody says. I thought you were gonna number say number thirty nine right?
3: for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You have what? no heart.
2: Dude, I'd guess, guess where it's on my list. Where? Number thirty.
3: Yeah. yeah. Damn. But my one of my picks coming up here is gonna be far on everyone else's list too, so that's okay.
2: <laughs> Thirty nine,
3: damn. Number
2: three.
0: Steve kicking Oh off. it's me. Yeah.
2: So this one I think is actually gonna come out of left field. But I, I think it comprises elements of like film that I love. And it's and like I said before in my review, it's a Greek tragedy and I'm a big fan of tragedies and it's killing of a sacred deer. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, visually, this movie is beautiful, and the story. So, like I said, like if you've ever if you ever read any of like these old tales of just like complete misery, like I think that that encompasses a lot of the elements in this movie, and and the performances were great as well. So, if you have a shot or a chance, just the just fucking the watch
3: dialogue, it. man, it's so hilariously sterile. God, it's so good. It's so you guys should brilliant. watch the Lobster. I've seen a lot. Oh, I, yeah, I haven't,
2: I haven't seen it yet. Seen it. I've heard a lot of. I've heard a lot of good things. Cool. That's All my
0: right. Showing number three.
3: Number three, n- none other than Ojja, aka eighty five for me. Oakja <laughs> eighty five. <laughs> you've not seen eighty five, really?
0: I'm pretty sure I've seen like a hundred yeah, movies sure this you've year. Twenty seventeen releases. Yeah, I've
2: seen a ton yeah. of movies this year. God damn, dude, he got a shutter account, man. He's on that shit. Twenty seven. What's Those new? Those don't count.
3: Yeah, I think I Shutter Twitter <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I think only Sean here has seen it. He did not like it, uh, but you know that I could that could totally just be Sean. Listen, you I guys watched, might watched, like this movie. Dude, I, I went the first into this five movie minutes. thinking I was going to like it. I did like it. I I enjoyed it. It was like I thought it looked great CGI wise. It was it was cute. It was heartwarming. It was adventurous. It had great performances. Aside from one that was crazy over the top, but didn't bother me. I watched the first five minutes and turned it off. Why? I don't know. I wanted to watch something else. You fucking dick. it didn't hook you, huh? <laughs> First five minutes. I saw it in a theater, man. It was great. I uh, maybe that helps, but I don't know Oh, yeah, know, because man. you're forced. It <laughs> you're, was, like, you're
2: committed to that ten dollars you spent. It was
3: uh, quite the adventure. I'd never quite seen a movie like
0: put together you guys that way. Harvey and Steve, watch this movie. I'll watch please, it. Please give watch my this movie. <laughs> I, need, I need opinions, it, even it's, if it's wrong. It's not mine. I just need to even figure. if it's wrong. <laughs>
3: I feel like Steve would probably fall in between me and you.
0: I think so. I do like the he director. does you're like kind of like the unofficial tiebreaker.
3: Yeah, I'll see. I'll watch it. I'll give you my like, thoughts next week. And just seeing like Paul Dano and like South Korean, it's just it was surreal. It was fun. I had a blast.
1: Okja.
0: Okay, number three, Harvey.
1: Number three for me, uh, direct about David Lowry is a ghost story thank oh, god nice number
3: one i was about to swing, <laughs> swing? <laughs> <laughs> what if you <laughs> <laughs>
4: out um,
3: of fucking nowhere
1: No. yeah for a good portion of the year like uh you know this movie was my number one
3: that's what i was afraid nice. of same
0: here uh, uh when i first saw it it was my like instant number one yeah
1: I, me too i I fucking love this movie. I don't understand how someone could see this movie and not
0: love it. It's usually <laughs> people w- without kind of a heart. St- stupid and person. Passion would-
1: and I have way more of a heart than you. And I'll prove it.
0: But what? <laughs> You're trying to compete for- with heart?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have way more of a heart than you. I could
1: prove yeah, but it. This movie, Who it's cries just, more in movies? Like the heart of this movie, it just, I don't know. It said like the intersection of love and legacy and time. Yeah. And that just really fucking resonated with me. It's, um, in a but big way. I took that
0: monologue out.
1: Like I was distraught after <laughs> watching this movie.
0: It's a beautiful uh, piece. Um, they, sh- they One day they'll be studying this movie in college classes. I, I and I'll be there teaching it.
3: I, I think, I think <laughs> that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch. Hey, they're
0: teaching um fucking, uh what you call it? Um, I think you're giving it too much credit. Tropic crack. Thunder in college. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking.
1: Yeah, they, I saw some weird fucking movies in college.
0: Um, but yeah, good. That's a good pick, Harvey.
3: Good pick. Well, they're they're just showing you examples of modern day blackface.
0: No. Okay, so number three, right? <laughs> uh, number three, uh, none are. Uh, what is it? I can't even see my list. <laughs> number three is gonna be Lady Bird for me. Lady Ooh, Bird, okay. sweet little movie. Uh, loved it a lot. Um, I like, uh, see myself a lot in Saoirse Ronan's character. Um, in that last year of my high school career, loved it.
3: That's fourteen for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool.
3: Oh, we're down to Steve. the top two. That's kind of scary. Two. I don't want it to end. Dose. Let's go backwards after this. do some honorables.
0: All
2: right. Number two. This is going to be an interesting one because I don't know. I don't think you guys think it's going to be my number two. But it is my number two because at first, when I watched it, I really loved it. But then after a while, I was like, shit, I need to rewatch it. And I haven't got a chance to. But I thought. I already know what it is. I know what it is too.
0: Me too.
2: Really, you guys want to guess? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. What do you think? I thought Blade Runner. If I'm being oh. honest. Good time. Oh, good time. Good time. Nice, nice, yes. nice. Good time. I, I really think about it as like as I progress, and I realize like, I actually got a
3: chance to rewatch this. Yeah,
2: I I think about it, and it's just not uh, technically on technically like a film level, but I'm just so impressed that these guys, it's like their story as well of how like they kind of come up and just like. Make this movie in New York, and I think they capture New York in a really realistic way they don't They don't stick to like the you know the try to elements like you know everything takes place in the city they're, they're they're in Queens, and you have very diverse interesting characters that are like helping or sometimes impeding the main character 's end goal and uh yeah, I feel like this movie didn't hit me until like a week after I watched what? it
3: that should hit me in the seat. No, I couldn't like, even get like, up in the credits. Wait.
2: I was like, uh, no, the end sequence was amazing, but I'm talking about, like, it, I realized, I'm like, it's like, damn, like, I was thinking about it, like, a week later. I'm like, and I was listening to the soundtrack. I'm like, fuck, dude, I really love this movie. And it, it inspired me because I'm like, it's like, man, I could, I could make, anyone could make something like this. Yeah. In in terms of, like, the, yeah, I don't right. know. It was just, no, it's just inspiring. So it, it reson, resonated with me a lot. So cool. I mean, it, was okay. it
0: was okay. Cool. All right, show one, number two. Number two,
3: Dunkirk. Ooh. You guys are like, wait, is he not going to put Dunkirk on his list? No, I was not thinking no. that.
0: Actually, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to put it on the list. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, really thought. you
3: already at number two. You guys, did you guys expect it to be
1: number two? I know yeah. what I already knew what your top five was going to be. Yeah,
0: me too. I know your top. Did you? Yeah, know, did you? Know I know your number one's going to be. You knew Google to be I in the top that. five. I said that.
3: You, <laughs> I thought you just said it was going to make
0: my list. Oh well, I, I knew it was going to make a list. I didn't even think too much into your list.
3: I didn't think *Gook* was. It took me like dwelling in like the the movie. I'm Just, about to look at the rest of your list right now. No, no, don't, don't pull it up. Uh, *Dunkirk* is fucking like I've never seen anything like it in a theater. I mean, I I still want to compare everything to those plane scenes, the the dog fighting. Like I was I was like, yeah, *Star Wars* could have had *Dunkirk* thing going on. Cool. Like <laughs> that's a uh, that's like the now set standard for for war movies for me now. Mm-hmm. unfortunately
0: great and harvey number two
1: Whew. number two uh you guys ever are walking like down the street yeah they like, just looking at the city and you just hear like that fucking like in your head no No. what what you just see help on? <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh Softy Brothers, good time. Okay, okay. Number two. Oh, the the like the yeah, electronic. Like, oh shit, like, I'll just, like the nineteen
0: eighties news. Yeah, I hear that shit in my
1: fucking head all the time. I'll, it's I mean, boom.
3: I hear in my head because I'm actually listening to the soundtrack oh, yeah? like, once a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I listened to it pretty heavily uh, after after we reviewed it. Accessory. Yeah, this that movie's incredible. It's like a I don't know, like a like a crime odyssey, and this dude's just running all over the city running into these weird fucking people and getting himself into himself into these it's like just deeper absurd and deeper, situations yeah, into like yeah. a
2: fucking hole like it's not like he's like not getting himself deep out at into all like
1: a crime labyrinth of new york it's yeah. a it's an amazing movie, but it
2: seems realistic there's never one point where I'm like this doesn't seem like this is a, this is a movie like yeah. like the like the drug dealers he runs into they seem like real people, they don't seem like oh these are caricatures you know of in, in a film
1: and it's like the most quotable fucking movie of the year yeah every time don't make this harder yeah don't be confused it's only gonna make this harder for me that's in my head all the time when people (laughs) are about to piss me off
0: cool that's your number two huh um it's awful high isn't it yeah i don't know you said it It seems a little like (laughs) i
2: mean uh
0: my number two is gonna be a good time um it, it reminds me of a movie that uh it's a nightmare that you're telling stuff you need to wake up from but you keep going deeper and deeper into this like cycle of like like, yeah, I've just had, deep darkness. Like,
1: I've had nightmares in the structure, yeah. like, before I even saw Good Time, and the structure is, like, kind of, like, Good Time. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like, you just keep doing shit worse but and worse, like, thing, and then you're trying like, trying like, oh, what is going on? To, like, you're trying to, like, fix the
2: situation, yeah. yeah. And it's just, fuck, man. Was
0: Good Time or... Oh, no, no Exceptional? Shummo. Uh, so, cool. Number one. Chill. Steve? Whoo! So, this is going to be an interesting one.
2: I don't know if you guys will agree with it. What is it? so
0: i'm going to say it right now i 'm not going to really drum anything, roll, but drum I know roll. everybody's number one.
2: all right so so this movie I actually don't so this movie combines elements of just like a lot of things I love and not only does this movie not only is this movie a sequel, but it's able to like ach- like it achieves it it just does something way more than the original ever did for me at least and I constantly look back at it and look okay. at the imagery. And I'm just like awestruck. Okay, go ahead and say the why to see the obvious title. It again? And that's why I want to see Blade Runner
0: 2049. Okay, nice. It's a good thing. It's pick.
2: beautiful movie, and I think about the characters constantly, especially Kay. And I'm like, it's like
3: I think about Joy his, a lot.
2: And yeah, I think about his relationship with it's Joy, crazy. and I just think about his like his journey through that whole film, and it hurts me. It hurts me because he wants to be something special, mm-hmm. and that's how way we, we all feel. And I'm like, you're able to. Do that with fuck. the movie was amazing.
0: Yeah, they're gonna God, be studying man, this it's... movie uh, in colleges. <laughs> 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 Don't fucking say that ever again. <laughs> no, I'm that movie, a, I'm, and I'm gonna be there to re-enroll <laughs> at age 35. Oh, shit. Okay, so, well, well, go ahead and say what everybody. Yeah, knows we what all it we already roll already roll. Roll. We all know you're fucking number one.
3: Number one, starring. Mad Damon, The Great Wall.
0: Mm, nice.
3: All right. So, yeah, I was awfully quiet during your Good Time discussion there. That's because I didn't want to tread on my number one, Everybody which already knows Good time. Everyone knew. It's like it's a surprise. Everyone or the people at this table? <laughs> people Everyone. at this table <laughs> and in your life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if people who don't see me often and don't hear me say, have you seen Good Time? Have you seen Good Time? Oh, my God. The soundtrack's amazing. Oh, my God. Iggy Pop sings a song at the end. It's great. I go on and on. Like, you could ask my coworkers, like, like, <laughs> you know, our Damien, right? Yeah. I, all the time. I'm like, you see it? You see it? And he finally saw it. And he was like, damn. that's fucking great. Good Time is the most fucking, like, tangible experience I've ever had in the film. Like, I felt so fucking strongly about everything. Like, from the the ending credit, credit sequence to, like, just the, the spiral out of control plot and everything. Opening just, to ending sequences I was were like, like amazing. Like like I said in our review for it, like my girlfriend when the ending, ending credits like finished and that scene was over and it was just black screen or whatever. Like I I literally fucking couldn't get up. It was yeah. dramatic, but I literally couldn't get up. <laughs> and uh I listened to the soundtrack. Like once a week, especially that ending song. I, I
0: just imagine like that scene in Saving Private Ryan when he gets shell shocked and there's that noise like Yeah, that's and how you're I trying felt. to come out of it. Like people trying to talk to you and you can't I, get out of it.
3: It's very similar to that. Yeah, that movie it didn't hit me. I and, was just like, Everyone get the fuck out of this theater yeah. and let me sit. <laughs> like, no, that, that was uh yeah, this is uh, to me like it was made for me. <laughs> I say that all the time. They're going to be studying this film in (laughs) in in high school. The the beautiful thing about it is like it's so realistic. Like Steve said, you can actually picture, like for instance, from when the cops on the the show Cops catch the the guy. What happens between him committing that crime and him like getting caught? Mm -hmm. What goes on in between the lines? And this movie is like a love letter to the American criminal, and it's it's fucking great.
0: Mm-hmm. God, it's great. Good pick, good movie too. I wonder. I, I've good only ton. seen it once. Rewatched it. it in 35 We should start mil. up our uh, DVD collections again in New York because everybody's is in Florida, right? No, no right, I, brought, I brought all I've of them. got, I've
3: got oh. my stuff here. I burned Not it. all of them. Every
0: single one of my DVDs are in New. York. Oh, in Florida, I miss it.
3: Now they're just like decoration. Mm. Pretty much. All
0: right, Harvey, yeah. go ahead and uh, pick your pick. What everybody knows, what it is? Drum roll. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> Anybody knows? I really don't. Uh, I mean, I think I have an idea, but
3: I was like, "Good Time" or "Ghost Story." Just because you haven't said it yet. Or "Blade Runner" were my picks for Harvey. Those are my three
0: choices. Or "Ragnarok." <laughs> uh,
1: my <clears throat> my number one movie of the year is Lady Bird. Nice. That's oh, what okay. I thought. Shit. Yeah. Really?
0: Um, I was yeah, like, I why hasn't he that. said it yet? And then we're getting down. Okay, that's why. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he was quiet when I mentioned her. <laughs> wow,
3: mine. I'm actually amazed that that beat out uh Yeah, ghost
1: it definitely did. Yeah. Uh, that's a good Greta pick. Greta Gerwig is a fucking genius. Like, I've always been a fan of her, especially like in Scott Pilgrim and stuff. She was very attractive in that. But uh,
0: Wait, Greta Gerwig? What did I say? Uh, sor- <laughs> sor- Cersei. You said Greta Gerwig.
3: Sh- um, sure Ronan. Ronin. Yeah. Ronan. Shorsha.
0: Shorsha,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, you just threw me off. Yeah, I'm not fucking thinking right. Yeah, Gre- Gre- Greta Gerwig was not. He and, uh, announced it in his yeah, fucking brain. Yeah, that was, was like, She was yeah.
0: also in a uh, in Atonement.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, but I was thinking of Greta Gerwig though. Oh. Uh, but yeah, she is a genius, and uh, she managed to create a movie.
0: Directorial debut.
1: Yeah, she wrote and directed. She managed to make a movie that I don't know. It's. It's not very common that I like uh, identify with a character like a coming of age movie about a l- young white girl living in fucking Sacramento, California. You don't relate so, to that. N- typically, no. But Inside, in this case, we all are. Yeah, in this case, like <laughs> I feel like I know exactly who that girl was, and it—I don't know—it just uh, felt like I don't know. It j- I just really identified with like the stuff she was going through, like uh, through high school and stuff, and uh, like making that transition into becoming like the person that you're gonna be for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just really identified with uh this movie and it's a beautiful story. Yeah, it's a beautiful fucking movie. And it was also very heartbreaking at the same time. Like I don't know, I love that
0: movie. Good pick, man. Good Wait pick. a sec. Sean did you already pick that? Okay. yeah, that was your number uh, three th- that right? Was number three. Oh. so, so, so now my really number don't one know. you guys know I love um foreign films. And I have a soft spot for uh, horror. Oh wait, okay. And this, this is. is neither of those really? movies. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, what? <laughs> I thought I had an idea.
0: Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I like this movie a lot, and my life was in a weird place before I saw this movie, and it kind of changed me for the better. Um, I'm able to like wake up and have good days now. Um, What's happening? <laughs> I'm just trying to throw you guys off. Uh, my number one pick is Blade Runner. 2040. Really? Yeah. Damn I, wait, I, thought, I thought you already picked it. I did not. He Dude. did not. Oh, so wait—you
3: were movie. trying to throw me off and thinking it was raw.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be raw too. Yeah. Raw was actually my number nineteen
0: yeah. of the wow. year. that was yeah. like
1: a
3: twenty-seven for me. What? Twenty. Mm-hmm. I like That was my raw number too.
1: twelve. There's just a lot of I good love movies.
0: That fucking uh, Blade Runner uh, re- still resonates. Uh, I don't think I go a day without listening to the track Rain. Um uh, like you know, in my car or the subway from the original soundtrack, and the soundtrack "Joy" is good as well. Um, this movie has a ton of elements that just works for me, and it's surprising that uh, just in my even like top five, there's a blockbuster in there, but uh, none other, none other than Denis Villeneuve. Uh, in two thousand what fifteen, uh, my number one was Sicario, which is crazy.
2: No, he's one of my favorite directors right now in terms of just. Like every arrival
3: time, was in my top five last year.
2: Yeah, every time he releases a movie, it's like it's something so different each time. He has a distinctive style. You can look at something; it's very. Uh, it's weird to say, but I think he has a very oppressive. Like right. everything, everything he shoots seems very like like it's on top of you. Like you don't right. know how to feel about. Yeah, it. Yeah,
3: don't worry though. They'll get him soon. Mm-hmm. Who he'll be doing fucking superhero movie. Listen, 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 listen. Let's not put that
2: Disney out there. Disney there, There's They'll get a movie He's supposed to be where I'm surprised dude, nobody
0: right? put on their list. I, for some reason, I thought somebody's going to put in Wind River into their list. I, I, Wind River is... It close. Mm-hmm. It's in my top 15. It's in my top 15. It's in my top 20. Yeah, top 20 for me.
2: And Wind River is great, but um, yeah. I, I think there were so many other pieces of work. Like It's simple. It's great. It, it, but it just wasn't enough.
1: I think it like has some of the most tension-filled scenes of uh, any movie I've seen in yeah. 2017, for sure. Right. Like, those Such. shootout again, scenes, they're really fucking intense. And
0: mm-hmm.
2: again, it's a surprise hit Like in terms of just like not any... like I mean, we all know the, the writer, but we weren't expecting, I guess, much from it, to be honest. When you look at the trailers on, on TV, you're like, oh... Steve,
0: I'm really surprised that you put Blade Runner as number one. I did not think you were going to put Blade well, Runner. Because you never really you to, mentioned it too yeah. often. Like I have been in mean, Harvey as well. It's because
2: the thing is, mm-hmm. I love, I love science fiction a lot, and I love, mm-hmm. I love, I mean, and I love anime, and you can tell like there was just like these, like I don't know, like visually it just all connected with me, and then the story on top of that about humanity, and I think they made such a relatable character out of K. Uh, there was, there was, there was a lot of elements, and yeah. I still listen to the soundtrack. I think my favorite, and and I still element is
3: the, the element of loneliness, man. Fuck yeah! That, yeah. that shit hit
4: me. Right. Yeah, that and
2: should. and I, I think it just that movie works with me on so many levels, and I still think about it when when I'm trying to be inspired by something. Like I think of that movie, and I think mm-hmm. of the art direction and the cityscape, and that's the kind of stuff I want to create in terms of in terms of uh, if I wanted to make a if I wanted really to make a big action sci-fi or just a big science fiction world, I think about Blade Runner, mm-hmm. and you know how much I love noirs. So.
1: This is interesting yeah. because everyone ranked Blade Runner lower than I did.
0: I fucking love Blade Runner. When I first saw Blade Runner, when I came out of the theater, I said to myself, no matter what movie comes out this year, this is going to be my number one movie of the year. God damn! I it was about a Good Time. It was really? instantly in my. I was top hoping. Five.
3: I was hoping for something to be a Good Time. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was like, uh, can you do it? Can yeah. you do it? And I'm su- I'm surprised Killing of a Sacred Deer was in my like. Top. That was not. On I wasn't my top expecting 10 at all.
1: I wasn't expecting it to was, love it as much yeah. as I did. I think it was, was my thirteen. Yeah, I was debating whether or not. And that and uh, Three Billboards. Three mm. Billboards but was great. They're but right outside the top 10.
3: Number 19 for Three Billboards. Just wait, am
2: I the one who has Killing of a Sacred Deer"? No, you have it. On I top had it on seven. number
3: 9. Or number 9? Okay. Yeah. I
2: didn't have it.
1: What about Disaster Artist? No. inherently I think that was my 25. Oh, really? Yeah. Not even no. top 20? No, it's uh. not even top 20 for me. Really? Because
2: <laughs> it, like, inherently, if you actually you know, think it's... about the movie, it's good. But if if it didn't have that the crux of... It relying on the room so much and knowing that about that film, it doesn't work. Especially now,
3: listening to the audio book. God, it's so great.
0: Yeah, I it just was it's a it's you It's not like Shape of Water. I thought you were going to have like number 10 a Shape of Water or something. Yeah, it's it's in my top 20. Okay. Shape of
2: Water is great, but it's just Dude, like... Shape
3: of Water is 38 for me. Yeah, but it's, again, it's not like... Hey, here's a movie that I don't see being in any of your guys' top 20. What? But it's in my top 15. It's T2, Train Spotting. Dude, you, mm. no. you know what, want to know where that's at? Absolutely, it's saw it twice. Saw it it's twice. Um, it's uh, number twelve for me. Really, mm-hmm. dude. Me and Steve. That's probably well, like what was high everybody's 30s number eleven? Number eleven. Phantom. This, thread. this was
0: a hard one for me. Raw. Because I kept switching it. raw. That's crazy. My number eleven was uh, personal shopper. I was either I was like going between that and like Logan. Yeah, My ba- number eleven ba- really family, yeah.
2: doesn't count just because I was fuddling with the list, so all of them are scrambled right
0: now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't.
3: I put the Beguiled 13.
4: Right.
0: That was a good Sorry. list. That's you guys like still want to do the game probably number to, 50. End the ga- to end the season? 52, of course. Is this season one of Do the Rifle? Yeah. <laughs> no, You guys want to play like the game? Well, it's, okay, so I lost last week, so I got to pick somebody, right? Yeah, so you guys one, 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 one last game. Sure. One,
3: what? What do you mean? You <laughs> mean of the For year? For the year? Yeah.
0: Okay, let's start this shit so off So let me just explain real quick. Or not. Well, Steve rolled the game. He got a two. So, uh, that three I guess I lost so Steve lost, <laughs> yeah. so these three are gonna roll, and I gotta pick a movie, either punishment or treat um they're rolling a twelve sided die
3: and if you're just like tuning in from like a few episodes ago, we changed the rules
0: okay, a little cool.
3: bit yeah we uh now the uh the loser of the previous week sits it out and they are the default winner of the new week, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. They get to the, uh sorry. They get the privilege of choosing a movie for the, the loser here. So
0: Steve lost, let's see who else can go.
3: A six. That's uh middle of the road. <laughs> well shit. Only for Harvey, come on, come Sir.
2: through. Damn.
0: Can't. Oh shit. I guess this is a new year for Harvey, but he's coming New it's new me. <laughs> <laughs> Should I give Steve Gook? <laughs> dude, do it. Um please. I mean, do you have anything else that I might like? Well, I'll pay had, for I had, it. I had Gook on my general list of like who to give people who haven't seen it. I mean I'll Give him dead my. birds. Uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> It is on Prime.
3: I actually want to see... I think Steve's never quite seen a movie like Gook. I think it's worth...
0: Maybe. I don't know.
3: Please. I'll pay for it. <laughs>
0: Damn. Uh, my only fear is that he's not going to like it. Okja.
3: that That's why we're here.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, Okja. You can always
3: give me Oakja, and I can I'm on fine it. with either of those two, but Gook more so because I think it's a little special okay.
0: movie. Okay. You know what? Just stand end it off, I'm going to give you Oakja because I'm <laughs> curious if you're going to like this movie or fucking hate it. Hate
3: it. I, I want to watch Goog. It's safer for me because I yeah. think he'll like Goog. Oak job scared. <laughs>
0: yeah. My, All right, num- Steve. Now you three. have to fucking check out Oak It's been to. almost like six months since it was released. Like, yeah, I'll
2: go watch it. I'll go watch it. I'll go watch it. No, I never did.
0: All right, cool. Um, da, so we da. don't. We have If you guys were listening, we don't. We didn't pick a movie for next week because we don't fucking know. Um, nobody wants to see Insidious. Um, we might have to pick an older movie that came out like last week or shit. I don't show. know guy.
3: why you're so against Molly's game.
0: I mean if you guys want to watch it it didn't look in, uh, good to me but I'll it check it out It great out. to
3: me but I think it looks given given enough. that it's like expanding that week yeah, plus maybe. Jessica Chastain I mean I'll she's watch anything
0: great. so it doesn't matter I'm down uh, Call me by my name would be kind of cool as a group review
3: Somebody already watched it Ooh.
0: Doesn't matter. We can always watch Bright. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <They're> just no there's
3: a lot there's a line in the movie Bright fairy lives don't matter. That today. was so bad taste. Like, was someone like that
2: wrote? joke's not going to last. Wait, 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 wait. That I'm joke gonna watch wasn't this movie. good. That joke was not good, and I'm like,
0: why would you say that? Hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess tune in next year, guys, which will be next week. We'll uh, have a surprise review because we don't know.
1: Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody.
0: Yeah, uh, like we said earlier, this is the 31st. We're recording, so everybody's going to go out and party. Um... We um Steve's pointing at cards. I guess we got uh, cards now. We're gonna give out to um, patrons and bars and stuff. For the Home- idea, homeless people. <laughs>
2: we're just gonna we're gonna litter the streets of New York with the shit.
0: Yeah. Like, like yes. when they throw the confetti at New Year's, we just, just <laughs> a, just a bag all we, we go and like
3: fill
1: the machines with yeah. confetti we machines. We don't have that much. <laughs> like one machine maybe. <laughs> That'd be like that would less than machine. And they're so machine. sharp it might stab somebody to the deck. <laughs> Probably hitting people in the eyes and shit. But
0: uh, anything else? You guys want to dish out your uh, New Year's uh, resolutions? Like I don't that? I don't believe in that shit. Okay.
3: Um I here's my thing about that. Oh god. I think you should let people have the New Year's resolutions. I think um, I think if you work on, like, a, a time basis, like, I think it could work for you. Yeah, I think I self-improvement
1: think is a good thing that everybody should strive yeah. for. Yeah, but I don't so. believe... But,
2: I don't think you should, like, put it, like, put it, like, oh, well, next year, that's... that's yeah, what but, I'm like, in the shit. sense
3: that, like, things do change. When, like, 2018, it's going to feel like a new year. You get your tax returns, so you could be more wealthy. No, I don't like, get that. I'm I usually gonna, have uh, to
1: pay. Yeah, I'm going to have to pay a lot of money. Oh, uh, well, uh... <laughs>
3: You know, whatever. Basically, I'm saying like if you work on like the subject of time, I think some people do. You know, like mm-hmm. you can give it to them.
0: Um, besides bartending, um, I want to try. <laughs> I want to master the guitar. Um, master? it? In a yeah. Year? I'm thinking about taking I'm lessons from master Shomo. It. <laughs> I'll uh, pay you in meals. I,
3: think. I mean, if you want bad lessons from a guy who hasn't played in five years, I'll give years. you. I'll give you lessons. Are you
0: good?
1: Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> he he always j- play, he plays Wonderwall a lot. Yeah, I play Wonderwall. Oh. <laughs> just teach me Wonderwall. Ten. Ten. I play I'll teach Wonderwall you. Um, and Hey There Delilah a lot. I
0: want to actually get out there more, so I'm going to try to watch less movies and go outside more. Um, that's probably not wanna, good for wanna a wanna podcast. Watch. No, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. I, <just laughs> <laughs> I want to watch more movies, and I also would like Stay to... Stay in more?
3: I would like to make more Okay, movies. cool. There's that. Let's yeah. all
1: make that our New Year's resolution. Yeah. Make more?
3: Let's make a feature movie. More. Do the right yeah. film,
1: the live action. Yeah.
3: Cool. Can we make a, Let's story do a documentary? <laughs> like we're important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, we all did. right, guys, that's gonna be it for me. Anything else? Where can people Check find us? us? Yeah. Check us
1: out on social media. Do the right film. Uh, Facebook, yeah, Instagram, Twitter. God damn it Fuck me, up, Steve. <laughs> on Instagram, yeah. Do the right film underscore podcast. Uh, yeah, we also have a website. Uh, do the right yeah, That's uh, probably the best place to go. You can reach out to us there uh, let us know your suggestions or How let us can know if you love us or if you better. hate us Yeah,
3: and you can listen to all of our episodes right there on the website you can download yeah. them yeah, yeah, you can do that. But if you're, like, sitting at the office at work and you want to throw some headphones in and listen to something while you work, you can uh, listen to me talk about something. If you don't like it, the next episode's right there. You can skip me talking.
0: I still want to do a live review at the theater and just uh, have, disrupt uh... everybody.
2: <laughs> I feel like we should have asterisk mark when you're not on an episode so people <laughs> just know. A live commentary <laughs> review in the theater. We can do that. Dude, that would be great. be fucking terrible.
0: People let us it. <laughs> let's, do,
3: let's do it on the next, like... Highly anticipated Blockbuster
0: Right Oh so What Infinity is that War? by the way What's the next thing coming know, Let's you, do another next Star Wars War.
1: oh, Or yeah let's do The adventures Black Panther Yeah okay. let's do that oh. Black Panther's
0: the no, next one I actually yeah. want to see that And right. not talk through it Cool <laughs> Well uh Happy New Year everybody Happy um, New Year You guys are probably Listening to this on Tuesday So hopefully everybody uh Hopefully we haven't died
2: Yeah you know, like a crazy Like There's Y2K Unreleased two episode to, <laughs> A weird Y2K I guess we'll
3: We'll see you guys On the other end Okay. We need a cash raise.